I need to eventually start doing cold opens for this. Oh my god, right? Welcome to the Lotus Podcast with Phoenix and Phone Boy. I, of course, am Phoenix. And I'm Phone Boy. And welcome to episode 22. Uh, another us. Uh, yeah, we had we started started at 2.22 on, 20, on episode 22. How about that? That's right. And just for everyone who's wondering, I don't have my fucking clips. Never mind. Son of a lousy bitch this is what happens when phoenix thinks she's ready to do a thing and she doesn't but hey while you're listening uh we're a podcast about spirituality healing and ascending to a higher consciousness and we're also a value for value podcast so if you get any entertainment out of the bull crap that we're spouting feel free to send us some cuck bucks stream us some satoshis you know boost me bitch and also if you have a podcast app that doesn't let you do that well Maybe you might want to head on over to nudepodcastapps.com or newpodcastapps.com and get you one because, yeah, podcasting is the future. Yeah, it is. It is. Podcasting is the future and uh, streaming sats is also the future because, yeah, if you're not doing that, why not? Um, and yeah, we are a value for value podcast. Um, and also we, we love to hear from you in terms of uh, your 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 voicemails uh, at 253-237-3321. Oh, there we go. Yeah, we're, we're both saying the number. There we go. Um, That's right. Okay. So, and by the way, yeah. I must apologize for me and my partner. Yeah. Well, there's, there's it's going to be that kind of a day. Yeah, well, but all we can say, I guess, if we're going to do that is... So just sit right down, relax, open your ears real wide, and say, give it to me straight, doctor. I can take it. Okay, well, you know what? I can take th- I can take this. So we actually have... Uh, a, 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 I, I saw this come in yesterday, and I, I, believe, I, I believe I went, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when, that when, could have happened. Yeah, because um, we got a donation from uh, uh, Rev Cybertrucker for a hundred four dollars and twenty cents. What? Like, I I'm, think that's the highest we've ever gotten. What did we do right? I, I, he I, must have loved our love show. And by the way, we loved it too so much. We're gonna do part. Do. That's right. Uh, so yeah, um, and I, th- I, th- I think we can. I think what we can say about the reason why we're doing it is because we we did get some feedback that we kind of focused on. Um, we focused on one bit of love, and really, there's yes. bit, there's a bit more to it than that. And, and and I'm and I'm gonna name her, but not shame her. Tigger, Tigger's joy in the chat when she's in there. A shout out to my friend for saying hey. What were you doing? You kind of gave a one-sided argument there. Because, you know, my friend listens to my show because she's my friend and she supports me and she's an awesome person. So, you know, shout out to Tigger out there, you know, doing what I do, riding that seat, getting freight from point A to point B up there in the chilly frozen tundra of Maine. So shout outs to Tigger today. We love you, girl. Yeah, I saw her jump in the chat very briefly uh, pre-show, but she didn't. then she uh, disappeared. I'm guessing she's listening on the on the stream, though. Uh, so um, I have it on good authority she is. Okay, well, I, I suspect you would have it on good authority. Now, um, 
So to kick things off, I'm actually going to play the clip that I played last time. Uh, this is the, so, and we didn't we 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 didn't really give this clip its due. Um, so this is I, I so um, and actually actually I was going to do the show con. The question is, do I do my show content about my setup now or do I do it later? Is <laughs> the question. I would I would say do it whenever you want because we do what we want when we want because we're the stars of this piece of shit yeah okay well yeah the the, the provisional show title was show content because <laughs> yeah um well yeah thank you sir Bemrose. yeah that was that's a yeah honestly oh boy that this is yeah I, i've got a lot going on right now um because i'm yeah not, you do but overall because fuck windows well that too but this had nothing to do with windows well except maybe the window that um Anyway, that, that somebody needs to be thrown out of. But um, anyway, that's a that's a whole different uh, that's a whole different thing. But uh, yeah, so um, yeah, it looks like uh, I'm moving next week. So um, yeah, I've got I got to start packing what? things up. Uh, okay, if you're moving next week, is that going to affect our cast? No, I don't think so. Um, since it'll be, I think it'll officially happen on a week from tomorrow. But um, okay, so I think we're wait. Okay. We podcast a week from tomorrow. When the hell are you kicking this shit off? Uh, well, no, a week from tomorrow. A week from tomorrow is Sunday. Never mind. Phoenix hasn't even had a smoke. Maybe that's the problem. Uh, yeah, I'm well, lost. Yeah, because yeah, because she's not stoned. This is the problem. Because because normally that is exactly normally the I have to play the clip. She is stoned, and she's clearly not stoned. And this is this is why she is stoned. That so is that, precisely the problem. Yeah, but you know you know what she is. I am a bona fide motherfucking princess. Yes, you are. So there you go. Um, so yeah, unfortunately, yeah, part of that is in, in, involves packing my car because the the the, the I, I barely the managed to, mobile. the Prius mobile. Yeah, I know. How the fuck are you getting a, wherever you're going in that little fucking wind up toy? Oh well, it's it's called not having anything basically because your because your ex wife won't. You know, well, you know, it, I'll just say that it it, it it took a little bit of an effort to actually get the stuff that I got. Um, but you know, unfortunately, a Prius does not have a ton of space in it, and so yeah, we're. Uh, you, but you just have to be very economical about stuff. And actually, one of the things I had to do today was disassemble the roadcaster, and uh, I also disassembled a monitor or disassembled my monitors, and yeah, somehow no I lost disassemble Johnny. Five? Well, you don't disassemble Johnny Five. Oh my God, that there's a there's a flashback. Um, yeah, clean feed does work best while while stoned. Um, but well, yeah, apparently so. Yeah. So I did. I, yeah. In anyway, when I disassembled one of the monitors, I took a screw out from the from the base that holds the monitor to the to the stand, and yeah, I don't know where that screw went, and so yeah, that monitor may be literally. Here. Phone boy has a screw loose. Yeah, phone boy has a screw loose. Uh, yeah, uh, that might be a potential show title. Has a screw loose. Um, you know, but I also like show content. But so yeah. Anyway, th- so. Ultimately, all of this stuff's going to have to get broken down anyway. But I needed to see that it was. I'm trying to see what exactly will fit where and uh, and have certain things available. And so yeah, things got broken down and and things got put away. And uh, then I, well, I couldn't put Humpty Dumpty back together again when it all was said and done. So um, so yeah, I have I had to uh, well make an make an adjustment because yeah, I'm not I'm not buying another monitor uh, just to, just to uh, potentially not put it in the car. So um, anyway, so that's so yeah. Fortunately, yeah, I there's no good point in that. Yeah, fortunately, I have a monitor. One of the the other monitor has two inputs on it, so I can actually use that, and it's and it's fine. So I don't have a, I don't have a big deal. And maybe that's just one less thing I take. And sometimes the universe works in strange ways, and kind of can kind of get you to think about something differently by by making by making something disappear or uh, making something well, happen. You in your know, 
you know, phone boy, um, when you were telling me about this earlier and I asked you why you hadn't taped the screw to the base, you know, JCD did happen to weigh in on this. Holy mackerel. This guy is that dumb. You know, I'm just getting. Yeah, you wanted to. Yeah, you just wanted to play that clip. I, I know how this works. And yeah. And give Phoenix a soundboard she will use it against you at every opportunity i, I would but no less. i i feel bad for you um because yeah when you lose your screws man yeah yes yeah yeah lost yeah lost my yeah lost my screw and yeah, something like that yeah that, that that might work with the topic that we're doing so so anyway i but yes yes it might so um, so for next week, I don't think it's going to impact anything. For the week after, uh, since it since my since my uh, move involves driving uh, a, a great distance, I'm not um, I, I'm not sure yet on that. So we'll just have to we'll just have to play it by ear and see what happens with that. But ultimately, tell me this is not a crock of shit. Really? You don't already have this planned out? What the hell? Yeah, well, there's there's you know. Hey, what, dr- driving across the country, there's 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 things that are well outside of my control. That's all I can say. Where are you uh, going, phone boy? Um, I'm not telling. <laughs> Ooh, secrets in the blossom. This dude ain't even telling his own podcast partner in crime where he's going. How <laughs> fucked is that? <laughs> oh my. Well, wait a minute. Where's my? Wait a minute. I have a clip. To, I have a, I have a clip to say that. Why am I saying it when I can when I, when I can uh, when I can have the clip said? Oh my. Yeah, I had to get the had to get the go. get the original off of Howard Stern. So Howard Stern, baby, Howard Stern can kiss my ass in hell. <laughs> anyway, I love that clip. Yeah. So regard. Okay. So uh, so I am going to play a clip now. Let's let's get let's get to the actual show as opposed to the as opposed to the as opposed to the show content. Uh, well, no, there's there's one more thing that JCD had to say about today. In other words, they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. What else, what else is new? All right. So I'm going to play this clip. From- Judgmental old <laughs> bastard, isn't he? Yeah, he is. And we love him to death. Anyway, we have, we this, do. We have this clip that I played last uh, last show um, that I took from our CPX conference at work uh, about lo- about uh, loving things. And um, and I think and I think it's and I thought it, given that we're refocusing this conversation on not, uh, you know, that would, you know, I guess two people that would that right. want to be together. Uh, but we're talking about the, the concept of love and, you know, in general. And uh, so I'll, wait a minute. Did I miss something? I listened to our show from last week. How are there two people that want to be together in that show? I don't know. But anyway, I'm going to play. This. There was two people talking about. Uh, you know, love and, and, you know, things like that. But uh, I think you might be overreaching on that two people wanting to be together thing there, phone boy. Um, y- yeah, you know, th- that that could be. <laughs> so, um, all right, we're going to, I'm going to play this Usain Bolt clip while I, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and everybody take a drink because God knows that just locked his brain up. Listen, I think it's find something that you love. You know what I mean? I've always said it. Find something that you really love. Uh, do not let anybody force you into anything. If it's sports or or journalism or cyber technology or whatever, find something that you love. I feel like that's how you're going to really follow your potential. If you love something, then you will always put your all into it and your, your full 100 effort. And that's the key thing. Anything that if you're not loving something, you won't give it your all. 
But if you love something, I promise you, you'll wake up early in the morning like me. I hate waking up early in the morning, but back in the days, because I wanted to be the best, I wake up at six, five o'clock to work out just because I wanted to be the best. So just find something you love, dedicate your life to it, and don't worry. Just give it your all, and it will come true. Now, I, when I was doing some research on, 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 on love, though, I mean, or at least some other and some other takes on love anyway um i went back to the i went back to the webster's dictionary definition of love um and one of the thing and i think you know when we start talking about that i think we talk about the unselfish loyal and benevolent concern for the good of another um that's i think that's the the definition that that, that makes some sort of sense here um and uh, you know, so it's and and really, you know, I, you know, and I, I, God, I went the rabbit hole I went down was actually Buddha, um, and it turns out that um, that that's not a bad rabbit hole to go down. No, it's not actually. And and I remember actually as a as a um, probably in high school I read the I read the book Siddhartha, which is actually the story of Buddha, um, and. Uh, and yeah, and but for some reason, I my my fingers when I was looking at this, I said love and Buddha, and you know, and I found a, a treasure trove of things to talk about. Um, you have to love when that happens, exactly. you know. But you know, don't forget. If we seek out rabbit holes, so it's not surprising that you went down one as deep as you did. Uh, I would assume on this Buddha thing. Yeah, exactly, and and it's actually, and I thought this was something that was interesting that that that. that um, and I found I found several articles, and of course I'll link them in the show notes. But um, um, you know we need to think. You know this. Um, you know we talk. You know we talk about uh, loving. You know we talk about love, but there's also this obviously this thing called attachment, and um, you need, and and people I think get confused about what love is, right? And so um, and you know in in Buddhism you're taught to seek out freedom. Which and and if you and uh, you know that's the ultimate goal of Buddhism and it's and it, you know, it's freedom from suffering. It's you know that's that's the that's the idea. But um, and and the way one of the ways you do that is to love and that you love everything, not just a single person or you know or, or a few people, but you know, or or a few things, but everything. Um, so and sometimes it's this. And I was actually having a conversation with somebody today, um, and you know that I think that I think is apropos uh, is that. Actually, um, you know, sometimes when you hold on to something, that actually, that actually, um, yeah, that actually causes it to, uh, you know, that, or that, or that's not, you know, that's that's all that, yeah, that's that's what we, we kind of talk about attachment. And sometimes you got to let it go to, to 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 love it and bring it back. So, um, yeah, sometimes I believe we, yeah. I believe um, we had a voicemail. I think it may have been uh, Sir A One Sauce that said. Uh, if you love something, set it free. If it comes back, it's yours. If it doesn't, it never was. So yeah. I think that's actually pretty, you know, yeah, pretty meaningful in this situation. Yeah. So at least, le- so yeah. And I think, yeah, the idea being that it is, yeah, that that it, with anything, right? It's yeah. Ultimately, um, if you possess it, right, that you know, you're, you're not really loving it. And so, um, what? Um, Here's what here's what the uh, here's here's what they say on um, here here's the, the the four types of love that Buddhism teaches and one of them is called loving kindness and the idea is that it's not it's you know it's it, it's not it's not claiming something but it's actually a love that frees yourself from claiming um, you know it's caring and nurturing and, and being kind to others and it's not just being kind to the person we think we love but being kind to everybody uh, and yes that that means I've got to be kind to you know who um, and just and that means you know that means no 
Yeah. I, at least, well, I'm not going to be mean to her, but, uh, but anyway, that's a whole different, but that's what the, you know, if we're, if there's we're, a difference between being, uh, an adult and yeah. being nice. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, that, let's, yeah, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't have brought that up, <laughs> but, um, I'm going to, you know what I need? I need a buzzer. That way, every time phone boy brings up his ex, we can just, <laughs> Yeah, no, the, but I want it. But I want it electrically connected to his balls. Oh, yeah. Ouch! I don't want that. Okay. Well, then quit talking about your ex because you're looking backwards, and the only way to move forward is to keep your eyes on the horizon. Okay, that's right. Yeah. Here, here. Let me. Here, let me hit myself in the balls. There you go. I've hit my. Er, Ow! All right. Let me slap myself. You know, I have, I have some paddles that can make that sound on your asshole, boy, if you're interested. Just putting it out there. Oh, my. All right. Um, let's talk about compassion. How about that? Because that's the, that's the second one that, that, love, that, that Buddhism teaches. And, it's, and, it's, and, you know, and it's not just compassion for others, right? It's compassion for yourself. And, I, and this, is, you know, this is where I see people struggle. And, and, and honestly, I can even, um, I'd say my own experience Um yeah, it's um, you know you can see where people aren't taking care of themselves and not and not caring for themselves, and you wonder why they don't love you or they don't love uh, they don't love others. Um, actually, it's kind of interesting because uh, my half of this uh, discussion actually touches on that. I think uh, that's really interesting. Yeah. So, um, and yeah, and I think it's. Um, you, you know, that means you need to, you need to be, you know, so that we talk about self-care and taking care of yourself. Yeah. You need to be able to look after your needs, you know, not in a, you know, in a self in taking care of yourself. It's the, we, the phrase we use is put your own oxygen mask on first, right? That making sure, make sure that you can breathe and that you're taking care of yourself and then you can take care of others. Um, it's, That's uh, right. you know, it's, um, you know, it's helping people who need our help. It's, you know, picking, you know, picking them up instead of putting them down and, and, you know, it's, yeah, you, know, you know, showing kindness and mercy um, instead of um, you know instead of blame, right? So, um, yeah, and, and it's but yeah, it's not just you know, and, and that's something that's in you know that that's yeah, I guess Buddhism has a lot of is yeah, it, it's ultimately it's not just you know lo, you know again not just uh, about everybody else, it's yourself too, right? You need to make you know you need to treat yourself the way that you would treat others, and you know that's that's an important thing. Um, Oh, that's the golden rule. Yeah, exactly. Um, appreciative joy, right? And that means, you know, that means living life to, you know, it means, uh, you know, valuing each and every second that we have, right? And, you know, and, and just, you know, nobody's getting out of here alive, right? We're all, we're all going to end up at the, on the, you know, on the other side of this, uh, you know, of where we're at here, before, uh, you know, with given, given a long enough time. Um, and, and, and it is ultimately the opposite of, you know, so appreciative joy is the opposite of attachment. It's, it's, you know, so... It's you know it, it's like uh, appreciating the joy that you get from smelling the flowers, right? It's uh, um, you know it, it, it's you know when somebody die when a beloved one dies, you, you're not um, you're not there, uh, you're not being feeling sorry for the loss, but you're appreciative of the time you got. Yeah, to spend it's a celebration it. of their life. Yeah, not uh, a mourning of their passing. Yeah, and you know, and and also understanding that yeah, none of us are getting out of here alive. Nothing lasts forever, right? And and that. Um, you know, and because everything ultimately fades away, um, we can't expect anything to be with well, us. Well, I don't forever. know. According according to Guns N' Roses, November rain lasts forever. Well, 
Yeah, but that's just that's just an old love song or something. Uh, something like that. Yeah, something like an old love song. Um, you know, show title. Um, what what was the show title? <laughs> something like an old love song. Something like an old love song. Okay, so I can I could do that. Yeah, I can if I can if I can write. Uh, if, if, the only problem is, will I be able to read this? Because Phone Boy's handwriting is is a... how many whiskeys in this Phone Boy? Phone Boy. Okay, so what Phone Boy did is he took a, he took a cup of coffee and poured some whiskey in it. So, um, and I oh, so I've, he amped up the strength of the whiskey with the coffee. Now we know the truth. Yeah, well, I've only had like about three sips of the coffee, so I don't know. Um, okay, so that's about four shots worth of whiskey. Yep. Jeez, <sighs> I get no, I get no, right, I get nothing ahead. by this woman. Uh, all right. You get so, no respect either. Go ahead. Make my day. <sighs> now I... I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. Now that too. All right. So equ- equanimity, and I, that's a hard word to say. E-Q-U-A-N-A-M-I-T-Y. Yeah, uh, equanimity is the state of mental calmness. It's the feeling of a still pond that reflects the sky on its surface. Equanimity allows a person to find grace and composure even in the moments of great distress. It means not being angered by others around us. It means trying to understand what causes others to be hateful and angry and not reciprocating that anger. So as you see in Buddhism, love is liberation. Love is not selfish or self-seeking. It's about something that liberates. So you see, love is never about attachment. Um, You know, so, and yeah, the... This is, you know, and, and then the four, you know, the four types of attachment are selfish, fear, pain, and anger, right? Uh, we don't necessarily need to go into that, but, uh, you know, um, you know, this is, uh, you know, again, you know, selfishness is, you know, in relationships, it's, yeah, we want to take the person to be only ours. We get jealous and angry. We try to make them stay. Uh, we want their time and attention and causes, uh, you know, and that causes suffering. And so... Um, yeah, and I thought this particular quote was interesting even in the context of last week. Selfishness requires people we love, quote unquote, to act certain ways around us while loving kindness allows them to just be. Uh, well, that's interesting after the fact that, you know, we literally said, you know, love is the ability to just be. Exactly. Yeah, it's interesting. It's just, we yeah, we sort of uh, we uh, tripped over the Buddhist philosophy, you know, while we were. Just, uh, I have a feeling that it's interwoven into a lot of things. Well, so it's not surprising when we trip over it. Yeah, and I actually think what happens here it, it's it's really simple. Um, we that and I've and I've said this before. I think a lot of quote unquote religions all point to the same point the same direction. They just use different words. Um, and I'd even say things that aren't considered religions that you know there's a lot of the th- that you know things that are successful they all kind of point the same direction they just use different words and different descriptions and and you know different ways to describe it but it's ultimately the same concept um, so um, yeah it's 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 just it is interesting though yeah um, let's see yeah fear so the fear is another one that's in, in you know, fear is a form of attachment and we're afraid of losing people we're afraid of dying we're afraid of being hurt we're feared of afraid of hurting people um yeah but is an attachment all that bad i mean when you think about it okay can any can anyone out there say that if they have someone that they truly love in their life that there isn't a fear of losing that person because as human beings you know we relish the memories that we're able to make with people i don't think that it's fair to say that they're to you know frame attachment in a negative light in that sense, well, I, I I think there's, you know, again, I think there's 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 that, and the, but I think people, 
there there's a level right to it it's you know yeah i don't think you ever want to lose i don't think if, if you've got a loved one like that you you don't want to lose them but at the same time you can take a you know i think you can take a you know healthy healthy approach to it and, and i you know and i don't think you know again this is this is the nirvana right you know the, the, the what's being described here is the nirvana state and uh, as opposed to an album by the by the band named nirvana but um but ultimately, that's the, the it's that. really shameless Seattle plug from you, phone boy. Come on. Yeah, I you know, I, I, I can't wait to leave this place behind. Uh, I don't know why. I Undoubtedly. It. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, that, that uh, yeah, that, that music can yeah, I don't know. I can stay in the 90s probably for all I care. Um, so but we also get we also not a grunge fan. Yeah. Well, there's there's a few songs I like. But anyway, not to. Yeah, I guess we'll get into that in the post show. Um, so, um, you know, and ca- compassion teaches us to be kind to ourselves and not hold on to fear. I mean, I think we can fear things, but but holding on to it is what actually becomes the problem, right? Uh, when when that fear controls us, when that fear consumes us, th- you know, I think being afraid. Well, you, general. You said something about that book that you're reading that um, it had mentioned something about fear. Yeah, it's it's ultimately fear is yeah you have to release it right you have to let it it's fear is a you know, is a healthy natural response but when when it consumes you it's not that that's where the I think that's where it comes into being unhealthy and so a lot of people do hold on to fear, um, you know and you know pain is a, also something that people hold on to, um, you know the the truest forms of love don't cause pain but bring about joy and bliss, um, you know. And uh, attachment causes pain because when we tightly hold on to something, we lose our freedom. And lack of freedom causes uh, causes uh, suffering. Yes, uh, it does. Yeah, and anger. And I think this is – and I actually have a quote that, that I found, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through my notes here and try to find this quote, uh, this, this quote about anger. Uh, or it's actually more even about hatred, I guess. So, hatred is never appeased by hatred in this world. By, non- uh, by non-hatred alone – or but non-hatred alone – or by non-hatred alone is hatred appeased. This is this is a law eternal. It's it's worded a little bit uh, oddly, but that's the that was that is uh, what it says in the scriptures. But ultimately, yeah, you know, love is never angry. It's pure and considerate. It's never demanding or hurtful. We we you know when we love, we accept and forgive. Uh, attachment causes us to be angry, and we you know if we expect people that we love to act a certain way toward us, well maybe that's maybe that's a uh, anger, but. Uh, you know, it's in, when people fail to achieve those expectations, you get hurt and become resentful and angry. It sounds like, a, uh, yeah, anyway, <laughs> sounds like something I'm not allowed to talk about. Don't go there. I didn't. I've got my finger on the button. I will zap you. jeez. Oh, <sighs> well, all I can say to that is... No service for you! Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Uh, I sure I've got I'm, I'm, there's I've got a bunch of quotes I could read, but I think I'll um, I think uh, I'll I'll let you have your take on this, uh, Phoenix. What did what did you okay? What did you, what did you I have no problem taking the reins on this. Um, I actually, as I often do, went a more um, medical fact based, and mind you, that is in air quotes and giggles. Um. I want a more, you know, medical fact-based and kind of worldly view on it. So the first part that I will put out for this is that 
the first love we experience is parental love. And it's actually uh, spoken of in Genesis 22. Now, as you know, I do not, I'm not religious. Uh, I don't claim to be of any particular religion <clears throat> other than Wiccan. But um, I did feel it was appropriate for this particular show content. So, um, you know, the, the passage of Genesis 22, and no, I will not read it, um, speaks of sacrifice. And I believe sacrifice is, a, is probably one of the purest forms of love that someone can show to another, you know, person or animal. Um, sacrifice is a very, you know, it's a very personal thing. Because ultimately sacrifice is <clears throat> giving something up, whether it's giving up control, giving up, you know, your choice in a, you know, multiple choice decision, if you will. But the feeling of complete devotion to another person as whom was created by one's self is pure love and not a feeling as so much as an action in that a parent will do anything for their child. It's an example of enacting love. And, you know, anyone out there who's a parent can definitely relate that even, you know, even myself, you know, with my oldest son who, you know, we're kind of on the outs right now. And my youngest son, who's just, he's such a free spirit. Like when I, when I see him, you know, I expect to see a, you know, a headband and a daisy in that headband and him dancing at Woodstock. That's just, that's the aura he gives off. But even being angry at my oldest son, if anyone did anything to cross him, harm him or otherwise yeah mama bear's coming out and and i'm coming guns blazing even though i'm pissed at him because my love for him is now and always has been 100 percent unconditional you know it, even even if you're pissed at your kids you still love them and that's one thing i've tried to get through to my kids is that even if you're mad at me and even if i'm mad at you it doesn't mean that i don't love you we're just having you know we're at odds and that happens with everyone, friends, lovers, you know, siblings, parents and children. It's it's a fact of life. You're going to have someone who, you know, pisses you off, basically. It doesn't mean that, you know, you stop being friends with them or you stop loving them. You work through it. That's what adults do. So do you have anything on that, phone boy? Yeah, I... Yeah, and I think I mean I can can relate to this with my my own experience with my own children right now. Of course, they haven't talked to me since uh, you know since uh, the beginning of January. So um, yeah, but uh, you know, one of them uh, you know took some actions uh, that they perhaps shouldn't have, um, and you know I still love them, but uh, yeah, I'm not going to forget. Uh, and but but yeah, you but I but you know something happened to one of them. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to you know. I'd have to, uh, you know, I'd have to do something. I mean, it's, it's, you know, I'm not gonna, not gonna just stand by and let them, uh, you know, and, and let and let the, you know, you know, and, and and let something like let something bad happen to them. But at the same time, you know, um, you know, I gotta, you know, they got they gotta be space to be their own their own people. So, um, 
and you know, and I and I and I and I see that Sir Sir Bemer has made the comment that I that that I would make is that you don't have to be Christian to find wisdom in the Bible, or um, you know, and and I think that's well, I think but that's, you do have to believe that the Bible was actually God's word spoken to flesh man. Well, I don't. I don't even necessarily believe that, but I, but I do believe that there's, I believe, yeah, there, I, there's smart stuff in it. I mean, yeah, I got a whole new appreciation. Sure, there is. Yeah, I got a whole new appreciation for the Bible reading Jordan Peterson stuff, but because um, he he kind of he 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 took a very different approach on it, and ultimately, like, yeah, okay, it's a, you know, it tells it tells a story, and it's a, you know, it, it tells a story of, of of good and evil effectively, and you know, and that's. And, you know, and, and that, and it's and, and human, and it's it's, and there's a lot of human nature stuff in there. So, um, so yeah. okay, uh, all right, we're gonna go down that rabbit hole because you know how much I love those. Okay, mm-hmm. especially when they're fur lined. Yeah. Here's the problem I have with this: one, the Bible has been translated numerous, numerous times, and there's a reason they call it lost in translation, because something inevitably is always lost in a translation. So when you take the original text as it was written by whoever wrote the Bible originally, okay, and you compare it to today's King James or Greek Orthodox or, you know, fill in the blanks any way you choose, there's definitely going to be a great loss in translation. And honestly, I don't know, maybe the reason I can't commit to Christianity is because of the fact I can't commit to believing in something that I can't see. You know, there's explanations for a lot of things that people want to call God or God's hand or this or that. And I'm not trying to be against that. If that's what you believe, every ounce of power to you for it. I guess I'm just more of a logical minded person. And, you know, if there is a God, may he forgive he or she or it forgive me for it. But my logical mind has a very hard time just taking on faith that there's this invisible force that punishes us if we don't do what he says. And his own, his own, you know, people are not doing of his word, you know. Don't let us name names, Jim Baker, but anyway. You know, little Jerry Falwell, I have sinned against you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, you have. And all of y'all people, if we follow that whole thing, okay, especially the Catholics, this whole thing of being born with original sin, that to me does not wash. Because babies are the purest, okay? They don't know about their creation. It, they didn't ask to be born. They didn't ask for mom and dad to knock uglies and create them. So why put that? on a kid that, oh, you automatically have sin just because, you know, you were born into this world. Yeah, a little intense there, Father. Might want to tone it down just a bit, Padre. But anyway. Yeah, we went, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's, and that's always been my problem with religion is the, is the, you know, the, the, the you know, the, um, it's, it's used in way it's used in, 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 used in ways that I don't think the, um, I don't think it's a, it, meant, it shouldn't be used. It's used as a, as a form of mind control or badgering or, you know, thou shalt do all this stuff. It's like, well, you know, basically most religions are, you know, be excellent to each other and don't be a dick. I mean, you know. Yeah, and it's very simple. Why does everything have to have a label or a tag? Why is it there can't just be simplicity in don't be a dick to one another, you know? Yeah, exactly. Good, you know, put put good out, get good back. You know, it's very simple philosophies. 
and I guess that's why you know I, I make no I make no secret of being Wiccan, and about you know my my worship isn't exactly that of a specific deity or being. It is for the things around me, the sun, you know, the the the, the grass, the planet, just everything. You know what I'm saying? Like you you appreciate and you were talking about this in, in the Buddha stuff of you know appreciative love. Being appreciative of the fact that the sun shone today, the grass grew today, you know, uh, like hunters. You know, I, I think it's very it's very blessing that a, a hunter will you know, kill an animal for food and thank that animal for giving its life so that, you know, the family can be nourished. I think that should be something, you know, that we all do. I mean, I'm not saying you should go to your local Walmart and start thanking all the steaks in the meat case, but just be more thankful for what you do have in your life instead of downcasting your eyes because someone else has more than you have. You know, and I just, I, I think certain religions, and I'm not naming names, they just, they, they have ideals that I can't get behind because they don't go along with, they're, they're hypocritical, basically. There's, there's a lot of hypocrisy in religion, and I think that's why I have a hard time, you know, ever being swayed to change my mind. Yeah, I, I got that. So we kind of went down. We went down and we down, went down a rabbit hole. Yeah, and, and yeah, let's not cast stones, as it were. Um, but uh, oh, I'm not, and that's it. I'm not casting stones. You know what I'm saying? I give everyone the right to believe what they want to believe, and I will not judge them for their belief. But I would accept. I, I would expect that I would be afforded the same in kind. Don't judge me for not believing in a big scary man in the sky who's all-knowing, all-powerful, and needs your money, saith George Carlin. Okay? Yeah. Don't yeah. judge me for not being willing to believe in it, and I won't judge you for the fact you do believe in it. Yeah, and I think, but I, you know, and again, I, I, I keep coming back to this idea that all these, they're all different ways to express the same concept. Some call it God, some call it, you know, Nirvana, some call it, um, you know, the, the divine or the universe or whatever. It ultimately leads to the same place. Um, the fact that we use different words and maybe take a slightly different path to get there, we're all trying to get there, right? So let's let's not focus on the you know you know the the you know the you know the, I'd consider them less important details, right? It's but you know now and, and again I'd, I'd say even all religions have a you know there's if you look at all the religions of the world you're going to find a lot of commonalities between them yeah and it basically boils down to don't be a dick right and you know and and, and, Pretty much. and, and be and be excellent to each other i mean seriously that's you know and you know and, and i've got i've had that conversation with people i mean my you know cuz my you know my um you know, I, the family members i have left yeah they're religious and and you know they talk about they talk about god and and, and, and everything and i and i you know and i humor them cuz you know i'd say okay I, you know you call it the god i call it universe it's whatever it's it's um you know ultimately it mean we're, we're we're trying to get to the same place you're sending your karma to somebody you're praying for him you're you're sending them your thoughts you know um yeah it's um yeah it, it is um you know religion religion is you know is man's corruption of spirituality i guess i don't know or at least you're at least a way to again use spirituality to corrupt people um or to control people that's the way i look at it but um so and but that's my problem yeah. is that in pretty much all of the religious services 
over various denominations that I have attended in my life, the same message is undertoned in everything they do. They want you to be afraid to do anything against the almighty doctrine, the Ten Commandments, the Bible, this and that. But when you actually read deeper into things like the Bible, you find out that, yeah, there were gays, there were, you know, whores, there were all kinds of different things that they speak out against. And it almost seems, like I said, like a big bunch of hypocrisy. And they, they, you know, they, they've got you, you know, completely shaking in your boots because, oh, if you don't do this, you're going to go to hell. You know, I actually had a, a pastor once tell me, heaven and hell don't exist. And it blew my mind because I was completely bought in at one time in my life and actually almost went to seminary to become an ordained minister, to be honest. Okay, I was, I was wholly bought in. Okay. And that blew my mind when she said that because, you know, you're taught that, you know, heaven and hell exist and you have to be a good girl or a good boy or you're not going to go there. And, you know, you don't want to burn in the fires of hell and blah, 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 blah. So for an actual clergyman, you know, or clergywoman, if you will, to have said, yeah, they're not real places. They don't exist. You know, they're they're a, a theater of the mind. They're they're a. a uh, Gosh, what did she call it? Not a figment, but basically, you know, they're states of mind. It's in your head. So I kind of think that in that sense, you know, when someone says that they're in hell, yeah, maybe they are, if it's a state of mind. Yeah, it, it very much is a state of mind. And yeah, that's, again, that, that that's, you know, listening to what Buddha had said about love is, yeah, using, you know, fear is, uh, you know, and yeah, it's funny that religions, you know, or, you know, certain uh, denominations or, or, you know, or, you know, things use fear as a way. And I, cause I remember um, I went to a, so I went to a Christian school um, when I was very young and, and there was, um, yeah, I think they used, they used the, they, they, they kind of put the fear of God in you quite literally, um, you know, and, and yeah, I mean, so that kind of soured me on the whole concept of, of, you know, of, of organized religion. I don't, um, you know, not that to say that all religious people are bad, uh, or that, uh, or even all, you know, all of religion is bad. There's a lot of great, um, there's a lot of great wisdom in the text, but, um, and, and you can decide whether or not you, uh, you believe in a higher power of sorts, right? But, um, yeah, but the problem is the overbearingness of it, phone boy, is what really gets me because like, okay, I make no bones about the fact of my sexuality, okay? But I don't basically go out and puke rainbows all over people and shout in their faces that, you know, I'm here, I'm queer, you have to accept me. N no. But how many religious people are in your face? Go to any abortion clinic. Try that first and foremost. And you've got all these people screaming that you're a baby killer. And, you know, how could you do that? And, you know, judging you, throwing, you know, you need God, find Jesus. I didn't know he was lost, y'all. Uh, I, I, I find there to be an inequality. Right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I just think that, I just truly think that religion is literally the only thing I've ever seen where people get 
so fanatical and it's socially accepted. Okay. And I don't mean just fanatical, like, you know, the way you and I get fanatical about football phone boy. Okay. I'm talking about to the point where they're literally causing harm to other people, killing other people, beating other people in the name of their God. Like you can't beat religion into somebody, you know, and, and, you know, on the subject of it, cause yeah, here we go down another rabbit hole, trying conversion therapy, sending your kids to religious camps for conversion therapy because they're gay. How fucking dare you people? Are you kidding me right now? That is disgusting. And it should not be happening because that is so wrong. If you listen to your teachings of your Bible, your God about love one another. Okay. And do unto others and all that. Okay. You want somebody to send you to one of those things. Okay. Love who you love and stop judging people for who they love. Unless you're paying my bills or you're in my bedroom. Keep your nose out of it. Just saying. Yeah. Phoenix's rant of the day. Yeah. You've had, you've had, uh, we 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 went down the religion rabbit hole and wow we touched off a nerve in you, um, yeah I yeah it really does because being you know being a lapsed Catholic and going through all that indoctrination and then even you know so all right and I know this is probably a really a really shitty um, a really shitty reason in some people's eyes okay. I'm not one of those God didn't save me from my abusers people. But I am the person who's going to say, I thought that my shame couldn't enter into the house of God until the AV guy at my church, my only sanctuary I had, came to me and asked me if the article in the newspaper about was my father, you know, was, was about my father because of the name. The darkness and the shame entered those doors that day. And I never again did because my sanctity had been destroyed. My one safe harbor was gone. And from that day on, I never entered a church again. Yeah, I, I got you. Uh, and yeah, that that's... And, and unfortunately, yeah, people do all kinds of things in the name of religion. I, I, I keep, I, I remember the quote from George Carlin: "My God has a bigger dick than your God." <laughs> you know, when uh, in the concept of war, right? Oh, uh, that's exactly what it is. And I mean, I've said it before: more blood has been shed, more lives have been lost in the name of religion than in anything else in the world. And that's very sad because when you strip it all down, everybody's basically saying the same thing. Okay. You believe in a higher power, whatever name that you put on it. But just because I, you know, I may put goddess on it and Sir Bamrose may put Jesus on it and, you know, Omar Sharif, my balls, may put Allah on it. Doesn't mean we're not all talking about the same thing, which is a higher power that, you know, governs our lives. I think we're all talking about the same thing. It doesn't matter what you call it. It just matters that you talk to it when you need it or you thank it when when you don't. 
Exactly. We 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 uh, yeah. I didn't. Th- we didn't think we were gonna. T- well, I, we didn't think we were gonna go down the religion rabbit hole, but uh, or the rabbi ra- or the rabbi. Uh, the rabbi. I was gonna hole. say the rabbi hole. Yeah, I think the rabbi. I think rabbi hole is a is a uh, is a show title. Because uh, I. Cause it is now. It is now. Oh yeah. Well, I saw. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. It hold them for ransom. This is so. Um, yeah. I. I yeah, I've just I've I've learned so, again. I've learned so much about the different religions of the world, and I realize that they're all that they all kind of say the same thing. They just use different terms, and you know they they you know they they, they try to get you to go different. You know they get they they try to get you to go at it through different ways, but uh, ultimately they lead to the same place. And uh, yeah, precisely. And uh, so we need to lead back to um, love. Yeah, we need to lead back to love. We did not mean to get in. We did not mean to um, to hate and no, religion. we didn't, but. Then again, you know, those rabbit holes, sometimes they're as big as a sinkhole in Kentucky, and, you know, sometimes they're not. Yeah. So, um, should I come back to, should I bring it back to Buddha for, for a second? If that's what you want to do. I mean, I have more content. No, we it's can, whatever we can makes go, you we, happy. We can go back and forth here. Um, and okay. I think, so... I, I like this quote because I'm and I'm looking at it. It's that I that I wrote down from Buddha. It said, "You yourself, as much as anybody in the entire universe, deserve your love and affection." And you know, and I think um, we forget, right? We t- there there isn't you know, and 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 I, I don't know I don't know how many you know I, I don't know that I re- remember this much in Christianity. Maybe I'm wrong, but um, it, it it's. Um, you know, and this is actually gets a little bit of this actually gets a little bit um, offensive to me, right? Is that um, you know, and I rem- and I remember this. They, they they made us sing this annoying little song about um, you know um, Jesus and others and you. What a wonderful way to spell joy, right? So Jesus, you know, so Jesus comes first, others are second, and then you know, why is for you, right? So and oh, I, I have a big problem with that as well. Yeah. So because you've got it completely reversed. Because if you don't love yourself. You can't love anybody else, right? Because you're, you know, the, again, it's putting your own oxygen mask on first, right? Is that if you can't love yourself, you can't love somebody else and you can't give them your all. So um, what the fuck kind of brainwashing is this? I, what brainwash? Was I trying to brainwash? I, this problem, what am I doing? Okay. No, no. But I, I, I have to agree. I have to go. I have to go with you on this one, phone boy, because when you were saying that, I was thinking about the damn indoctrination of my own childhood, you know, the song, Jesus loves me. Yes, I know. And the, and the line in it, you know, Oh, what the hell is it? Um, we are weak and he is strong or some shit like that. Yeah. That's a great message to teach kids is that, you know, adults are always more powerful than they are, you know, kind of put yeah. shit into perspective. Yeah. So no, so so Sir Bemrose, this was this was a song they made us sing in kindergarten or first grade, um, I think, and because that was when I went to this Christian school. So um, yeah, so this is so yeah, I, and unfortunately, I still remember this song. It, this is the kind of brainwashing that they, they, they give. Fortunately, I you know, um, I, I have turned that around. Uh, Yodge, I guess, is the way. It, maybe I don't know, uh, but uh, but yeah, the whole that it is. It's seriously yeah. That song has been repressed for many, many years, and the fact that it popped up now, yeah, okay, uh, I, I, um, 
Yeah, I mean, and there's, yeah. And, there, you know, Jesus, I, you know, I, I tend to think with the, I tend to go with the Doobie Brothers. Jesus is just all right. Or, you know, or as, uh, you know, as uh, our, our Larry fucking Larry says, you know, he calls him JC, right? And that's a, you know, he's a groovy guy. I'm not, I'm not saying he's, he's, uh, you know, that, that there's anything wrong with JC, but uh, yeah, I think the way that people talk about him are, you know, we, we have some questions. Um, I agree with this. Yeah. So, um, but that's the thing. See, here's the thing. Okay, here's here's another issue I have. Okay, I had the pleasure of being able to have a conversation with a noted theologian years ago, and the fact that they cannot explain dinosaurs is a real problem for me because we obviously know they existed, but yet there's no mention of them in the Bible. And do not sit there and tell me it mentions beasts of great size. That is a very generic term of which I do not think it is fair to assess that they were referring to the dinosaurs. And also the endless debate between um, Big Bang Theory and evolution. You know, we won't even go into that today. Maybe later. Yeah. So, oh boy. Anyway, this is this. Yeah, you've got questions. We got answers. The Gospel of Radio Shack. Yeah, that's yeah. that's right. Yeah, we, we, we yeah Radio Shacks are gone now. That's that, that's it. Uh, uh, rip Radio Shack. Uh, um, yeah, all you dudes named Ben. A moment of silence. Yeah, exactly. Well, that. Well, yeah, yeah. I had that moment of silence when 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 they shut down the Fry's Electronics, but uh, um, and uh, the, the, the mecca of uh, the of the geek mecca, but. Um, um, so there's, I'm, I'm looking at my quotes that I wrote down, but, um, and I, and I, and I actually kind of lived this one today. Um, if you light a lamp for somebody, it will also brighten your path. Um, and this, and the idea being, if you help others, you're actually helping yourself. So, um, you know, just keep that in mind, right? That, that, that there's, that there's, that there's, that there's always something in it for you, even if, even if you are uh, truly helping somebody else, uh, just just for the sake of doing so. I had a conversation with uh, somebody today, and um, yeah, and it was it was again it was try it was uh, uh, in 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 helping them with their problem. Uh, you know, of course, it uh, provided some insight into my own. So yeah. that is always a good thing. That is. Um, so was the question is is there anything well i mean i got i got a bunch of, i could have, i could have a bunch of other quotes i could go through um but you probably have a few more things i'm sure i i have a couple i, I did actually put some work in okay so to bring it back to the rational side of this okay love is a reation a reational yeah there we go love is a relational word with human beings it's possible to love things that don't love you back you know, mountains, skies, songs, etc. Ex-husbands. But anyway, we're not going there. <sighs> Go ahead. And Make my day. Yeah. Well, you know, love is not just a feeling. It's contained in actions and behaviors. And I think that that is really poignant. When you think about, you know, people say that they love you. But then they treat you in a way that is completely the polar opposite of what treating someone you love would be. So it's, you know, it's kind of interesting in that sense. And it's amazing, like an animal can't say to you in, you know, in human language, I love you. They have to show it in different ways, you know, like, you know, cocaine shit stain up there in the top bunk, you know, 
he rubs on my feet. That's his way of telling me he loves me. He sits on the dash and stares at me if I'm driving too long during, you know, the evening time. You know, the fact that when I'm having the shittiest day possible, he knows it. He can feel it. And, you know, he'll he'll come up to me and, and just do something, whether it's reaching up and tapping me with his paw or just whatever he does to just let me know that, hey, everything's going to be okay. I'm here for you. And that's awesome. When, when you can, you know, receive love back in a way that is not necessarily verbal, you know, I think that, you know, that also goes along with like the, I know I'm not being all earthy crunchy, but like when the scamdemic started and everybody was being kept home, so nobody was driving practically, that was giving love back to the planet. And the planet's way of loving us back was clearing the air that we breathed. You know, and then they had to go and open shit back up. Fuck it all back up. But no, I mean, behavior is huge, you know. And and not even not even to try to, you know, bring it to a, a human perspective. Just... I don't know. It's like, I think inadvertently we, we express love every day. Love in the way we do our jobs possibly, or, you know, an interaction with another person who you don't know. But I mean, how many of us have sought out, you know, when we are somewhere and we see someone who needs a smile, so we give them ours, you know, that's a form of love. You don't know the person, so obviously it's not interpersonal necessarily. But it's a form. So I do definitely think that, you know, it's very much contained in actions and behaviors. Because it, it can go either way. You know, you, you have the positive of that where, you know, you treat your partner good and you love them and do everything. You know, all the stuff we talked about last week. And... Then you have the other part of that, which is the not-so-savory part. The part of the part of love that is abusive, if you will. Yeah, and there's and, there's plenty. Uh, yeah, and unfortunately, yeah, if you're, you know, again, you get in, if you're, you can't let go of something. Um, are you really loving it? Because because that's you know, that's um, you know, that and and yeah, you're because if you're yeah if you're abusive, you're almost holding on too tight. That, that's almost what that is. Um, well, yeah. I was I was actually going to dive a little deeper on that. Um, and and I will speak from a place of experience, as I often am known to do. I get why abused women, battered women, whatever. I get why they stay because I was that woman. No, he never raised a hand to me because he knew I'd blow his ass away. But the shit he put me through mentally and psychologically leaves scars that you can't see. And unfortunately, you know, this delves into narcissism because, you know, as you recently found out phone boy through, you know, a video that you posted on NAS. You know, 
narcissists can't handle when they lose control. And when they feel like they're losing control. Uh, uh oh, I think we lost our, uh, I lost our, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, she, she, yeah. When narcissists lose control. Okay. Somebody has lost their internet or maybe I lost my internet. The question is, can anybody hear me out there? Let's, 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 let's look at that. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Hey, yeah. You, you disappeared for 30 seconds. You lost control of your internet. God damn clean feed. Yeah. Or something. Or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so, so you were talking about narcissists. So, so uh, I'd say, go ahead and repeat yourself. Oh, like mean? a narcissist would. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I see Sir Bemrose. <laughs> so, <laughs> narcissists such as your wife and my ex-husband, they don't like to lose control. They don't like when you stop being, quote-unquote, the doormat. When you, when you stand up and assert your dominance in your life because they're used to having that dominance for so long you know the guilt trips the and I know I've spoken about you know when when he would say you know I don't care if you want to go out and hang out with your friends that was pretty much his way of saying I dare you to go and spend time with anyone but me because at some point I'm going to use it against you as a weapon might be later tonight might be a month from now might be a year from now That is some messed up shit. So let me speak to you ladies out there, okay? Or you husbands if you got an abusive wife. Because let me tell you, I don't get down with that shit either. Okay? I will never raise a hand to my partner. And God help them if they ever raise a hand to me. Because I have knocked the shit out of someone for doing so. And I won't hesitate to do it again. I'll put up with a lot of things in my relationship. But being physically abused, I will not. My father used to abuse my mother. And I used to hear it and I used to see it. And I swore to God I would never tolerate it in my life. And I haven't. So that being said, let me chew on y'all for a minute. If they claim that they love you, but they hit you, they manipulate you, they make you feel like less of a person, everything has to be about them. That's not love. Violence is never love. Okay, you believe that it's love. You believe you can't live without them. Not so. Strength can be found in love. One, the love for one's self. As without love for oneself, you cannot truly love another. So, in that context, if she is not treating you right, if he is not treating you right, that is not love. You have to love yourself enough to be willing to walk away from that and know that it's, you're not the bad guy. And that was one of the things I struggled with a lot in my marriage was that after he became disabled, it got even worse because then I had the added guilt of if I left, well, you know, I was leaving him with nothing and he had nothing. And, you know, it's amazing to me, someone who's disabled, who has nothing, has a new vehicle. He still has the house and, uh, you know, the land and all that happy shit. And I'm living in a truck. But that being said, not bitter. 
don't care. Moving on. Yeah. I well, learned to love myself. Yeah, you did. And I think that's that. Yeah. And that's, I think that's the heart. And that's, uh, I mean, if I look at my own situation, I know we're not, you know, we're not, we're not supposed to be talking about that, but ultimately, yeah, it's, it, I, it, as I started realizing what my own worth was and what I, you know, that I, that I was worthy of it and that, that I could get it right. It wasn't, it, it's, you know, it, that it, that it is something that, um, yeah. And it does start with yourself because, you know, a lot of what I did in my health journey and it, and, um, it's been almost five years, um, since I started all of this and, uh, and yeah, it, it, I didn't, I came, it, it's funny. I came to the, you know, the sort of the spirituality from through, through you know, to, through trying to improve my physical health. Cause I realized if I don't, uh, if, you know, I can get my body right, but if I don't get my mind and spirit, right, then the, the body's not going to stay right. So, um, I can agree with that. And there's, there is more to this that I wanted to add. Okay. Because this is, <clears throat> this is very important. And I, and I know, you know, again, I kind of, I, I can kind of get the perspective from which this comes. Love isn't an obligation done with a cold soul. Cooking, cleaning, bearing children. One can simply go about the duties of their life without feeling and still be productive. A girlfriend, wife, boyfriend, husband going through their chores of marriage without passion for the activities being done as a form of love to appease a partner is not love, it's servitude. So when, if your husband or your wife says, well, you know, when asked, do you love me? Well, I bore you children. Well, I cleaned your house. Well, I washed your laundry. That's servitude. That's not love. Love is a completely different animal altogether. I mean, is it nice to know that you have a partner who is willing to share in the duties because I truly believe that, you know, household duties should be shared between partners. It shouldn't be like the 1950s beaver cleaver bull crap where the wife cooks and cleans and the husband goes out and makes a living, then comes home and puts his feet up and she serves him a drink and gives him his newspaper and puts his slippers on and pats him on the head like a good puppy. No, I cook, you do the dishes. We do our own laundry. Or I'll do your laundry if you teach me how to fold it. But it's about, it, it's not about, well, my chores are strictly the kitchen and the living room. You know, your chores are the bathroom and the dining room. Like, I don't know. <clears throat> I just think it should be equal. It should be a give and take and a share. And that, you know, in all aspects. Like, I'm not saying, like, okay, if you're not a good cook, that's cool. If he or she is then that's an agreement y'all make between yourself. That's beautiful. But for the most part, just, you know, help your partner out. That's the way it should be. Because a marriage should not be like slavery. You know, I know they, you know, we talk a lot about ownership in, you know, getting married. But I don't really think there's an ownership to it. Not unless you make it an ownership. And, and if and if there's an ownership, and this is where it, we're we're going down the we're going down the relationship rabbit hole again, um, but I think if it I think if 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 there's a possession or you feel like you're possessing, it's not love. Um, That's right. Yeah. So this is and yeah, and it's you know it's funny because we you know we you know we're yeah we we did take it we did take the um, 
the you know we we did take that tact and that was a lot of what we spent our time on on, on last week's show um and if you haven't listened to it yeah you should uh but yeah that, i think that's an important uh, you know that's an important thing and uh yeah uh this is um and so yeah this this is uh, this is some great stuff here um and i see that we actually have uh we actually have a couple of voicemails which we'll play here in a little Woo-hoo! bit uh but we'll, we'll which we'll get to um so uh, if you have some uh if you if you have some uh some things to say about this i'd love to i'd love to actually hear from you uh so or you know uh 253-237-3321 uh we'd love to hear you weigh in on all this stuff um uh, whether you know, whether it's uh you know a, a relationship love or it's uh, love for uh, you know, for all things um you know um but yeah, like, yeah, one of Buddha's quotes is if, if love, if, if, if our love is only a will to possess, it's not love, um, you know, and if you, and if, and if, and if you truly, if you, um, if you truly loved yourself, you could never hurt another, right? It's another, you know, it's another one of these, uh, another one of these quotes. And so as you're talking about a lot of stuff, I'm kind of checking off some of the, uh, some of the things that Buddha said about it. And it's, uh, and I think it's, it's, uh, you know, wisdom. I love the way right we just kind of the, uh, the, um, Venn diagram on what we're doing without having consulted is so beautiful. Yeah, we just, because, yeah, because kind of like, you know, I mean, we talk about what we're, what our topic is going to be. This is, this is, this is the way we do things in, on our show here, but, right. uh, but we don't, um, but a lot of times we don't, um, you know, we don't do We that. don't share the show content with we, with each other before putting it out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. We, we just, we just kind of do it. Um, yeah. Well, isn't that how you're supposed to do it? That's yeah. what makes the magic. Well, exactly. Because right. I, mean, that, well, that's, I, mean, that's I catch you off guard, you catch me off guard. That's right. This is it. So, um, um, so do you have do you have more things? Uh, I always have more things. You have more things. And actually, it's it's interesting. Um, I have something that kind of ties in with what you were saying from the uh, Buddha. That when a person loves another, it's not about egotism, but about one person believing in another and showing it. When I read that, I was really just taken aback because I thought, wow, I've never heard it put in such a great way because that's so true. It, it truly is about believing in that other person and showing them that you believe in them, whether it's by, you know, becoming interested in a job that they do or... Maybe it's becoming interested in a hobby that they have that you may never have thought about before. It doesn't mean you have to fully engulf yourself in in whatever it is. You know, you can you can just kind of, you know, dip your toes in, if you will, to use a pool metaphor and, and kind of see what it's about. See if you're actually have something that sparks your interest within it and maybe it becomes your actual, you know, hobby or passion that you may never have considered uh, previously. But the fact that, you know, in <clears throat> in so much as you're supporting your partner in their hobby or their, you know, what they do for work or whatever, you're actually possibly opening a new door for yourself. And it therefore becomes circular. You know, I talk a lot about, you know, things being circular because I think everything, you know, relates back to itself in some way. Well, and of course it does. Why wouldn't it? Um, but also, you know, the feeling must be married to the deed. Mm-hmm. Okay? You can't fake it. Because it's 
you can tell that it's disingenuine when you fake loving something. I mean, I've I've seen it numerous times, and it's it's really sad, you know. And it goes back to to you know some of the most popular rants that I have about own your shit. You know, if you like something, be proud of the fact that you like it. If you don't like something, stand up for the fact that you don't like it. But don't sit idly by and be a spectator in your own life. It's not productive. Now, now, of course, I've also heard the advice, and I've heard the general advice is fake it till you make it, right? Um, uh, Act as if, but still. That's a whole different thing. Yeah, but if you if you want okay, and and that's fine, but you have to put the put the work in, right? If you really, um, you know, you know, so absolutely, yeah, because it is ultimately you have to, you know, this is you know, because I'm because I'm reading, um, uh, yeah, I'm reading Dale Carnegie's book, um, how to stop worrying and start living, and uh, and actually, and it, you know, in there, there's there's you know, there there's some things that say, yeah, that in terms of like reducing worry or whatever, yeah, it's it's, yeah, acting as if you're happy, right? And you can do those things, but 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 you. You know, again, there, it's a lot more than just doing the thing, right? There's a lot of other actions that go with it, and you have to work at it. It's not something you just do once and and you, you know, voila, you're you know you're you're, you're cured. You have to do it over and over and over again, and it, maybe you do event you know eventually feel it, but but if you don't, then yeah, okay, well then you you know that at some point there is no faking it till you make it, right? It, there's only there, there's so, um, but um, believe me, I've had to fake it till I made it in. You know, in this job at one time, um, not necessarily, I don't think I've ever, thankfully, I don't think I've ever had to do so in a relationship because if I don't feel the emotion, I can't emote the emotion. If I don't feel love, I'm not going to tell you that I love you. If, if, you know, I I don't do fake, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I never have. Well, yeah, neither do I. I don't understand being able to, or why would you want to? Why do you have to be fake with your partner? That's like that's the thing that resonates in my head. Is what purpose is there in being fake with your partner? Eventually, they're going to find out that you've been lying to them, essentially, because that's what it is. If you're not being honest with your partner about how you feel about something, a grain of sand becomes a boulder in no time. And that boulder is going to effectively, you know, the weight of that boulder is going to cause cracks, which eventually get so wide that there is no, there's, there's no going back across and, and you drift apart. And it's, it's very sad. Yeah. So I know that. So, um, how about how about I play a voicemail? I, I feel I feel like I want to. I think break we need there. some voicemail. I think we need a voicemail. So I'm going to play this voicemail here. This is. Um, Looking at the phone number here, this is uh, all right. Well, let's let's uh, um, let's hit you with a voicemail. And uh, of course, we didn't test this out first, so let's see if it. Let's see. Right it, there. Yeah, put it right there. Put it right there. Hey, this is Dayzilla. You were talking about abusive relationships, domestic violence type things. Purina has a project called the Purple Leash Project that helped abuse victims and their pets stay together at shelters. I just wanted to throw that out there just in case somebody needs to hear it. Thanks. Bye. Ah, well, that was an unexpected call. I that, gotta say that was fantastic. 
fantastic. Did you write that down? We need to promote that. Uh, well, that way we can get the word out. I think that's a fantastic I, thing. I, I need to put that in the show notes. Um, so that that is yes, uh, you do. Uh, so I need to. So I need to find out. I need to find out about purple leash because that's a great thing. And uh, that's yes, uh, absolutely. Yeah, that is. Um, yeah, that's my stepmama. In case you're, in case you're curious. Uh, yeah, um, stepmama, we love you, stepmama. Yeah, we do. Um, and um, so, yeah, that that's uh, was uh, great. Uh, great to hear from her. So um, that is, uh, I thought the number looked familiar, but uh, um, so when it when it called in, but yeah, and I think it's, uh, um, you know, and it, it's it's funny because, um, you know, to have a pet, right? It, it, it is um, you have to be, you know, that's a it, it, that's a you know, the, the love that you have for your pet, it's not, some people um, take it, I'd say, to an extreme, right? Um, uh, excuse me. I, oh, I, I know damn well you're probably talking about me because I would die for my cat. He well, literally is the reason that I'm still alive because I was petrified that literally I could not take my life because I would be taking myself away from him and I didn't want to hurt him. That's pretty bad. That literally my cat is the only thing that mattered enough to me in my life not to pull that trigger. But yeah. he does. And he, he is my cocaine shit stain. But yeah, I love him on numerous levels that I can't even comprehend. Yeah. And, you know, and they, they know. And that it's it, it's kind of funny because um, in the house that I'm staying in currently, there's uh, there's three dogs. And, uh, you know, and you can and one of them um is uh you know yeah they get uh when his when his humans are gone uh uh, I'll some I'm, I'll sometimes walk out into the into the you know in the in the into the kitchen or whatever to to go uh, get some water to make more coffee or whatever and you know they can I can tell he's missing his humans because he's because he's definitely um, you know he, he's he's definitely kind of whining and whatever and I'm you know and I, you know and I pet him I do what I can you know it's because because you know I know he's I know he wants his humans and I can't you know and I'm not his human but uh, you know at least I can at least I can be a you know um, you know give the give the give the dog a friendly pet or whatever and say some nice words to him but um and it's but yeah i think it's a uh, um yeah uh you know we, you know there, there's the there's the dogs are people too clip that they play on um no agenda all the time oh my god that's incorrect yeah yep. but the, and it's in and, and i mean we, we kind of joke about it right i mean some people go a little bit crazy i think but at the same time i think yeah the love for your pet is um you know it's because you know what? what you know the, what's the, the pet is. Uh, you know, the, the, there's definitely a um, what is it? An asymmetry to the relationship, right there, because it's because the you know the yeah uh, there but, is. But uh, you're caring for this creature, right? That it's in its um, you know. And there's some there's not to say that you get nothing out of it, but it's but there's definitely but it's a um, yeah. There's some companionship there. And honestly, yeah, I'm. Um, yeah, that is something I, um, you know, I've, I've had so many cats over the years and, and even the current, uh, the cats that are at the, uh, at the place, uh, that I am paying the mortgage on. Um, yeah, I don't, you know, um, you know, I don't know what they think about all this, this stuff that's going on, but, um, you know, but they, I actually have a story about that, about a cat. Okay. Because when, when I was doing, um, my geriatric rotation in nursing school, um, I ended up with a nonverbal patient and I can remember one of the happiest days and, and I remember going home and just crying while I was making dinner because this patient who was 
you know, nonverbal, non-reactive for the most part. They had a cat on the ward, and the cat decided to jump up in this patient's lap. And I saw this patient smile, and it was truly almost more than my heart could take. And, and of course, you know, when, when you're in nursing, you absolutely cannot show an emotion on the floor. So I had to keep that all inside and swallow that down. But that was so impactful. It, it left such an imprint on my heart because I've always loved cats. And, and I think cats are absolutely magical. And animals in general, you know, that's why, you know, some of the best places before COVID-1984, you know, that would allow pets into, you know, hospital wards, the, you know, the ability to heal was increased by just the sheer emotion that it brought. And actually, there's there's actually a, a part of what I'm presenting today um, that actually ties into physicality, how love affects you in a, you know, in a sense, you know, lowering blood pressure and things like that. And I, I, I think that there need to be more programs um you know, much like the, the, you know, purple leash program that involves, you know, animals, because let's face it, you know, there's a bunch of animals at shelters that are just absolutely living every day to find a forever home. Why not while they're waiting for their forever home, give them people who potentially might adopt them, or at least can, you know, receive joy by their presence. It's it's a win-win situation. Oh, a- absolutely. I, I I can't I can't uh, I don't know I don't know what else to say about it. But uh, but yeah, um, they it's uh, it's something. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think you know, and this is this is um, where I think that um, you know I, I'll I'll throw a quote from Buddha in here because I think it's appropriate. So have compassion for all beings, rich and poor alike. Uh, each has their own su- each has their own suffering some suffer too much others too little uh, but uh, you know having a pet you know I, I don't know having and caring for a pet is you know it's a for- it is a form of compassion and uh, and I disagree with what the uh, the folks from uh, you know uh, you know the the people who eat, who eat tasty animals uh, you know organization uh, you know like to say right um, the uh, that but uh, but yeah it's you know in and, and you know then people of course conflate that with you know with with eating things and I think we just have to remind everybody that that we all uh, we all subsist on the uh, the life force of something else and you know getting back to that whole you know you, you mentioned earlier about the the hunter who gives thanks to the the animal for 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 nourishing it yeah it's it's you know and I think that's a, with any of these things right it's a, you know it's you know, yeah it's compassion and showing and, and being grateful for for, the, for that which you have and everything it's um, yeah, I think it's, and I think that's something that goes, you know, that that's, you know, in, I think I said it before, you know, in everything you do, be grateful, no matter how large or small the gift that you're given, whether it's the fact you woke up today or the fact that the sun shone, you know, I talked about that day that, uh, the woman in the drive through at Duncan, you know, paid it forward and, and paid for my coffee. It's little things like that that are going to make the world a better place than it is. If we all can get together and love one another and be good to one another and just treat everyone like you want to be treated. 
And make sure you treat yourself the same way. Cause that, again, I think that's the, the part of this that, you know, that we forget, you know, that it's, yeah, treat others nice. Well, but, uh, it, but make sure you also treat yourself well, because uh, if you, if you can't yeah, treat mine yourself before well, thine, believe yeah. me. Exactly. So, and, and that, and by the way, that's not, and I don't think that's, you know, that itself is not selfish. Now there are ways to be selfish while doing that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to uh, disagree with that, but ultimately if you're, if you're not able to take care of yourself, then how can you be expected to take care of other people yeah i completely agree and in all honesty you know one of the things that's near and dear to my heart is food drives you know and and we're getting to a time where you know they're going to start food drives up again and yeah i don't i don't see a you know look i i make no bones about the fact okay i am i am definitely poor you know i live paid uh oh, we lost her again. This is this happens when uh, when yeah, and I bet clean feed is uh, yeah, clean feeds being a tool. Yeah, uh, we 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 uh, well, well we'll forgive clean feed, uh, rip clean feed. Uh, and yes, you could all still hear me. Yes, that's that's true. But uh, uh, what what is it about? Uh, yes, I know her head is gone. Uh, I know that is uh, that is sad. We have to. We'll, she will eventually recover from from the uh, yeah. She's she's not dead. She's passed on. Um, oh, somebody. Okay, so somebody. Um, I, I will. I'll take a moment to vamp here while while she gets reconnected. But um, this is. Uh, yeah, and I got to also tell her that she's that her head is gone. Um, but somebody was using one of these newfangled podcast apps uh, and has sent uh, four thousand two hundred twenty-two sats to us. Uh, we we certainly appreciate that. Uh, you're uh, and, and yeah. It would, she might need to reconnect or something. We'll find out. Uh, this is one of the, you know, this is one of the downsides of uh, podcasting from a, um, you know, from a, you know, I, I guess from a, from uh, from a big rig, right? You have to do it with a, with an internet connection. Um, oh, okay, that's that's how it came across. Well, well, thank you. Yeah, well, thank you, Croto, and we we certainly appreciate that. Now I'm going to have to actually mark this and figure out. Um, this is this is I I'd never have to mark this. This is uh, this is eighty like like at the eighty nine mark is where we lose her, but. Uh, that is uh, unfortunately, I there were, I only saw that because I get the I get the push notifications from uh, Satoshi's stream, but uh, uh, we certainly appreciate that. Okay, she will come back here in just a second, I'm sure. Uh, there, hopefully, she has come back. Uh, this is why Phoenix should be monitoring the chat because Billy let me know my head was gone, and yeah. yep. Well, I, I tried to tell you other ways, but you know, you didn't, you weren't paying attention. I didn't to that hear either. it. I didn't hear it. Oh, you didn't hear it. Well, it's not my fault. Clean feeds sucking me today. Oh well, uh, uh, yeah. Two, 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 two times two, and this is what we said. So you missed the part where Crotone gave uh, sent forty four, forty four sets. Uh, hey, thanks. We appreciate that a lot. Yeah, it, unfortunately, it doesn't. T it doesn't tell us. Um, you know, it doesn't tell us who sent it in the, you know, in the, in, I, I probably have to get the report or something from Satoshi's stream. I don't, uh, um, but, uh, but uh, we definitely appreciate uh, all of the contributions. And yeah, and if you don't, uh, and I guess I'll take the opportunity to say, hey, uh, if you want to stream a sats, if you want to, if you want to boost us, bitch, um, then uh, get a new podcast app, go to newpodcastapps.com and uh, get yourself one that does. And, uh, you know, get, get on board the, uh, the, the octane cocaine shit stain, uh, you know, or yeah, off, on choo choo train. Yeah, the choo choo train. <laughs> right, there you go. Uh, the Satoshi train, baby. Woo woo. The horn says boost. Yeah, yeah, boost. Yeah, boost, bitch. 
we need we need the drop of Adam saying boost me bitch because yeah. I love that drop. Well, but it's, nonetheless, it's, yeah, we have yeah our, the pew pew train. That's right. The pew pew train. Yeah. Well, hopefully once I get moved, we can uh, I can get a I can get a lightning node set up and we can uh, do this the right way. That'd be lit. Yeah. That would be absolutely fire on fire. Because love is love is lube, as they say. Yeah, well, that was uh, we can't use that as a show title because that was the last show. No, title. that was the last show title. It was so much fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so to to circle back, okay. So I had actually discussed the fact at, um, with you one of the few things we did talk about because it irked the shit out of me when I read it. The opposite of love is indifference. Now that statement in and of itself is not what irked me. It was the context in which it was used, very, very virtue signally as far as, you know, if you're indifferent to racism, that's as bad as supporting it. And it was just like, oh, my God, you know, spare me the vomit. Not in the, not in the mood for word soup for lunch. Yeah. So there is, however, some of the content that I got from that article that made a lot of sense. And in it is that without love, there is no hate. Without hate, there is no love. I can get behind that because every yin has to have a yang. And as far as I'm concerned, the opposite of love is hate. It doesn't matter what moniker it takes. Hate is hate, whether it's racial hate, whether it's, you know, hate for your job, hate is hate, and hate is ugly, and we all do it, let's admit it, nobody's better than the other, so let's just try not to hate one another, we can dislike each other a whole lot, but let's, you know, let's dial down the hate, and turn up the love, because that's what we do here in the Lotus, we, we, we're all about the love, and in that, I have to say, that it's better to feel pain than nothing at all. That's a epiphany that was very difficult to come to. And, and when it came, I rejected it because in, you know, my own divorce, yeah, there has been a lot of pain and I haven't wanted to allow that pain because I felt like it, cheapened my freedom but I'm realizing now that yeah I uh, looking back on the 17 years that we were together because I do have the ability to find something positive in, in any situation no matter how negative I do think it is fair to say that I would rather have felt the pain that I'm going through and that I went through all those years than to have felt nothing at all because the pain I went through taught me things, much like the scars on my body have taught me things. They are they're reminders of, you know, landmarks in my life, if you will. So, yeah, I would much rather feel the pain than feel nothing at all. And Garth Brooks has a song called The Dance that I think we're going to play in the post-show. And it really, it speaks volumes to that particular statement. And, you know, the lyric that comes to mind in that is, I could have missed the pain, 
but I'd have missed the dance. And the dance that I'm currently dancing right now, I wouldn't have missed it for all the pain in the world. I'd endure it ten times over again to feel the joy that I currently live every day feeling. No matter how dark my days get, no matter how shitty the weather, I have an amazing love in my heart that no one can ever take away from me. So I'm going to turn this over to you for a minute here, phone boy, because I kind of feel like we fell down a kind of a little deep rabbit hole and I need a little breath. I I don't blame you. Um, So, um, yeah, I think so. I I do have a few more quotes here. Actually, you know what we'll do? We'll play a voicemail. Because we have one, we, we have another voicemail. Smack me with a voicemail. All right. Well, do, do you really want to be smacked? Because we can do. Because we can oblige. As that. hard as you can. <laughs> okay, we do that. <sighs> All right. Let's play this. Hey, man. doesn't love a good split thank you fletcher i appreciate that's it that's right okay let, get it fletcher let's see how many fucking show titles are in this in this particular transcription let's see. i can't wait uh let's see homeboy displeasure um i got that um we this there's also um let's see uh let's see i'm trying to think uh love is love is love is split <laughs> Love is split. I think I think I almost like that. Right. Love is split. You got homeboy displeasure. Yeah. There's there's a, there's a, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think whether there's a, there's a few in here. There's a, we could potentially use because it's uh, in there that uh, uh, I've got some words to myself. Words to myself. I'll put I'll put that in there too. Yeah. There. This is yeah. Was yeah. Google Voice wasn't sure what to do with the fact that uh, Fletcher was driving in the car. We do appreciate your. Uh, we do appreciate uh, your message, uh, Fletcher. Uh, and yeah. I can... Absolutely. Thank you so much for calling in. And please feel free to do so anytime because you crack me up. Yeah. This is. Uh. You, you know. The, it, well. This. Yeah. That does. Ha- you know. Yeah. Bluetooth. Um. Yeah. We. This is. Um. Yeah, I've learned a lot about Bluetooth lately, and it's yeah. There's some, um, there's a difference between different uh, the different headsets, the different cars, the different. Uh, it's just it's yeah. It, of course, it's amazing that Bluetooth works at all. It is such a it's such a cock gobbling like just 
evil thing that uh yeah and then of course when your phone and your headset argue over who should have the connection it's yeah that's always fun um yeah it's uh but technology is going to be so much better for the future yeah it's gonna yeah it's gonna save the world right and that, oh that's ham radio sorry yeah no that's ham radio <laughs> yeah well that's true but yeah the, it's um, yeah, I just remember that all the different standards, it's, it's, it's amazing that any of it works at all. I mean, it's just, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's terrible that it, that it works, uh, uh, you know, that, 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 yeah, that's, it's, it's, it's extremely backward compatible and that, and that causes all kinds of problems. Um, yeah, it's, it's especially, I mean, I listen, I mean, trust me, I listen to a lot of stuff on Bluetooth. So, um, but, uh, when I'm Yeah, sitting, but the distortion when you're listening to something over Bluetooth is like through a phone is hell oh yeah well it's it, you got multiple levels of compression um although this is this is this is not a tech show <laughs> um it's yeah it's, when did we slip into angry tech news i know sir Bemrose is in the chat but i didn't think he was you know giving us that much vibe no 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 it's yeah the, no we, we would be complaining you know if we were if this were angry tech news we'd be complaining about how the standards are somehow um you know ex extremely backward yes not always compatible yeah exactly this is yeah i i could i could Precisely. Do, i could do angry tech news if i i don't know this that's a whole nother uh, again that, that would be a different show this is not uh, that's not what this show is um that's right yeah so um let's see so um let me let me pull a quote from um let me let me see so if you guys want to weigh in while we're still while we're still doing angry lotus pod um am i offering to guest host um maybe once i get uh reestablished oh phone uh, boy look at that you got a great invitation right there i know and i and you know what uh maybe maybe i will uh but uh but we'll have to talk about that offline i think uh, um i actually um once i get resettled here uh, uh, unfortunately i'm not happy with the sound quality in this place i hopefully my new place is uh uh, got uh, we have much better sound quality uh certainly we'll have less dogs uh, <laughs> um but uh all right okay i've got a couple more quotes here from buddha that i'll that i'll read uh, so just as a mother would protect her only child with her life even so let one cultivate a boundless love with all beings so um and I think that's you know again Buddha is a uh, you know Buddhism is a, a religion of love and in and, and freeing yourself and and if you love every and if you love every you know, this okay so I'm gonna go down the you'll own nothing and be happy um, you know this and there and we I know we all make fun of it and it comes from the World Economic Forum and we we think it's all bullshit right uh, I get it but there's actually it, there's probably some basis in it it's kind of it, it's kind of uh, uh, as I more said, money more problems well there's more money more problems but it's also but yeah there, there, it's kind of what Buddhism says, right? You'll, you'll, um, if, if you have, if you're not attached to anything, um, then, um, and, and you, and, and you love everybody, then, uh, you'll be happy. And so it's kind of, I, so it's, it's not entirely false, but at the same time, yeah, we know it's being used to, 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 to screw us. Right. So I'm not, so I'm not, so yeah, I, I do like, yeah, we're not foiled. We're not fooled by the hype. Does sound does the sound quality make me angry? Oh, I sometimes when I listen to the recording, I go, God damn, this room's echoey. I can hear it. And it's Aah. yeah. This is why Phone Boy doesn't listen to our show. He makes me do it because he knows that my brain won't melt nearly as hard over the echoey or the dogs or whatever bullshit happens to sound off in our backgrounds. Yeah, I, I just get yeah, I just go. Yeah. Anyway, I, I need. Yeah, th this is a uh, hashtag consummate professional. 
I do my best. I really do. Um, you know, don't Jesus the- Christ, if that's your best phone boy, you're fired. <laughs> yeah, well, then you're going to need a new co-host. <laughs> so, <laughs> You don't think I can do this some bitch on my own? You're right. I can't. I love you. <laughs> don't go anywhere. I can't do this without you, Captain. Oh, boy. Well, um, yeah, to understand everything is to forgive everything, though. That is a... That's another quote. Uh, play, yeah. Audio hates us all. Yeah, I mean, this is you know, I, I yeah, I got. It, it's amazing that when I when I when I unconnected disconnected my roadcaster and all the and all the other stuff that goes with it, and because I had to go put it in the box to see if it would fit, and uh, and I put it and I plugged it all back in. I'm surprised it worked the first time. I'm like, what what did I do? Uh, I must I, I must I, I must have sacrificed a goat to the uh, uh, to to karma or something, uh, you know. Um, but yes. Uh, speaking of which, we need to send a gigantic thank you out to all the NA producers that uh, gave you the rental karma because you got a place. So yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, so yeah, in a few weeks I'll be I'll be in it, um, and it'll be a new place in a new place. Uh, you know, I guess it's uh, it's time to start over, as it were. So um, yeah, uh, party on the top floor. Yeah, uh, yeah, it'll be it will be party on the top floor, uh, as it turns out. But that's a um, but yeah. The, You're this, not going to tell me anything about this place, are you, phone boy? You're going to keep this shit right tight to the chest. I'm offended. I thought. We were friends. Oh, you know, we got we got to leave some mystery to the whole thing. I mean, I, you know, this, this you've got to, you know, you got to see it to believe it. I guess you know this is that's the kind of the whole thing. I guess. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Is that an invitation? Uh, well, maybe. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, new place. Who does? Well, that's, that's considering right. the fact that I'm in Tennessee, I can't even imagine where the hell you're going that I would be able to visit that without a plane ride. And you know. I'm not wearing a face diaper well, for anybody. Well, they, well, they, they. I thought they, got, they got rid of that, didn't they? How the hell would I know? Well, uh, yeah, they did actually. Uh, there's a, there, uh, yeah, not too long ago. Really? They, yeah, they actually did. Uh, there was, uh, yeah, they actually. Uh, yeah, the, the, a federal court basically two years later finally said, yeah, this this uh, mandate by the CDC is, uh, yeah, that's illegal. Like, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, two years too late. Oh, my God. It. You mean they finally came to their senses? I guess better late than never. But yeah. at the same time, God, it took them long enough. Yeah. And then, of course, and then, of course, all the, you know, all the Karens are still like, Where I mean, I still see people. Okay. So, you know, I live on the left coast, right? And and I, I still see plenty of people wearing their face diapers. And it's like, I like fresh air, motherfucker. I want my, I want. You know, I, I don't want to. That's wear, what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like, no, nah, I'm not wearing a diaper. No, it's just, yeah, that was actually something when I was because I because I've been packing stuff, and so that was one of the things I threw in the box. I'm like, all these face diapers. Yes, thank God. I don't need to. I don't. I'd have thrown them the fuck away. Uh, I I, I have no. I, unfortunately, I can't. Um, you know, I, I wish I could say that they're not coming back, but yeah, I don't know. Somebody's got to finish. finish yeah, that's true. Yeah, so you never know. Um. And I, I'm so I, that's it's just one of those things. Um, they could decide, you know. I'm, I'm hoping that they don't dis, uh, that 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 they uh, that they maintain their sense of that this didn't actually do anything. And, and you know, that, but uh, for right now, uh, I'll keep them until until otherwise. Um, 
Will we still require ra- nasal rapage to go to board a plane? I actually think that, um, well, it depends on the country you go to. Yes, I don't think you'll need to do it for the for the U.S., but uh, you might need it for some if you want to fly to a different country. Uh, yeah, I would love to place the face diapers in a spell circle and have a ritual bonfire. That I'm I'm all I'm all for that. Um, I am more than willing to donate all of my face diapers to this cause. Just putting it out there. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, Okay, so you you have a you have a couple more things, right? I do, and actually, this is the part where I talk about the health benefits of love. Yeah, I so go for it. So as I, well, thank you. I appreciate the permission. Yeah. Well, should so, I, yeah. Should should I do I need to play do I need to play a clip somewhere in here? Uh, you know what? Whatever gets you there, phone yeah, boy. I, I just, all I can say is I like it. Well, that and um, you, you know, you are truly bizarre. And of course, yeah. Well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Well, and and well, you, should, you know, but uh, I want to hear your opinion. That's why. That's why people listen to this show is they want to hear your opinion. They want to hear my opinion. Uh, you know. Well, you know. No, I'm just getting warmed up. So, in that sense, start with the fact, like anyone is surprised by this. Love reduces stress. I can speak to that uh, firsthand. Yeah, I, I know. I know exactly what that I is. Have, my my stress level has definitely been reduced since finding a a beautiful love in my life. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. It, it's, it's quite interesting because the the. Uh oh, we've lost her again. Yeah, the gremlins, the audio gremlins is yeah. Apparently, uh, apparently the uh, the uh, the internet gods do not love uh, uh, <laughs> or or not or not loving things. Uh, this is uh, you know, this this is one of those things again. We've lost her. We've yeah, and her head is gone. Um, yeah, we need to we you need to reconnect. I guess I should tell you to reconnect. That that is a that is one of those things. This is uh, oh she's gone away. So. You know, this is the this is one of those things that she will eventually come back. Um, yeah, this is a uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your I know, internet does not love you, apparently. Yes, it does not, and I don't know what I did to make it mad. So where did you lose me? Uh, in the beginning, the universe was created. <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait a minute. That's the that's the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Sorry. <laughs> Funny. Yeah, the, yeah. It's well. It's funny. There was a, there um, the early days of No Agenda. This is this goes this goes back because I've been listening since like two thousand eight. So, um, anytime that John C. Dvorak would start talking about certain things, he, his Skype connection would drop. <laughs> Oh, I think I heard about that. Yeah, so it was always there was always a joke about oh, that you know the CIA is you know you know is is is, is uh, blocking you know <laughs> blocking things you know. But, That's uh, it. They don't want the truth revealed. They don't want the truth revealed. So, um, so you're talking about love and health benefits, and and uh, and that yeah that love is uh, that yeah that love's a great stress relief, and it is. And honestly, yeah, because because you know again I'm reading the, I'm reading the the you know the Dale Carnegie book about uh, you know stop worrying and, and and start living right, and yeah. Um, if you're um, if you're always worried, you're not really able to love much. That's for for darn sure. And, and honestly, like stress is one of the you know a lot of it's a factor in a lot of the health conditions. I mean, and I've run into this just on my own health journey. I'll just, I'll talk about that for a second. Is so right before this, uh, you know, I, I will say right before the the divorce 
kicked off in, in, in spades. Yeah, um, I wasn't sleeping very well and that that certainly didn't help. Um, and then now all of a sudden I'm facing the potential of, you know, of living in my car because it's what the courts are allowing me to afford kind of thing. And, and you know, and I, I, I got I got some help, right? To get a few, to get a, uh, to get sort of to, uh, you know, and it was, you know, to get back on my feet and whatever. And it's like, yeah, my once my stress started going down, yeah, I mean, it's, um, you know, it, it definitely, you know, I, I certainly definitely felt better, but, but yeah, if I, uh, um, love is one of those things that, yeah, it's when, of course, when you're, when you're stressed, right. And it's hard to love when you're stressed, but, uh, when you, when you are, um, but yeah, when you're stressed, it causes, it causes all kinds of health issues. I mean, I probably gained 15 pounds as a result of all the stress that I've been under. And, uh, I actually have an answer as to why that happened to you. Oh, okay. Because our bodies produce this nasty little hormone called cortisol and it traps the fat which is why when you're stressed you tend to gain weight more readily yeah and uh yeah and especially if you eat the the crap that most people eat then yeah it's uh, that's right yeah it all marries to one another yeah i i yeah I, and subsequently you know love lowers cortisol levels and adrenaline which of course further lowers anxiety and then you've got this wonderful neurochemical called dopamine and it's actually uh your levels are higher when you're in a long-term relationship now what i had gotten lost or what had gotten lost when i lost stream was that um the hormone oxytocin and i know i know a lot about making a hormone. Ah, uh, thank you. Yeah, it's it's called putting so, sand in her Vaseline. <laughs> what? what the fuck, phone boy? That's beautiful. That's that's a, that's a joke that we pl- that we told as kids. How do you make a hormone? You put sand in her Vaseline. <laughs> okay, I've never heard that joke. That's terrible. <laughs> but I love it. We are going to have to put an R rating on this damn podcast. You keep that shit up. Uh, wait, is, is, was, wasn't it already? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Have we gone triple X yet? I know we've gone plaid. We've gone plaid. So moving right along, getting back to the topic, would you please behave? No. Anyway, very good. I'm glad. I would hate for you to behave. It would make this podcast boring. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Just in case you need it. A goat mm-hmm. scream. Like as if I needed it. I swear to God. No, here's what you need. I swear to God, I'll pistol whip the next guy that says shenanigans. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Enough said. So go on. Well, yeah, there you go. Although, you know. Our shenanigans are cheeky and fun. So, oxytocin, which is another hormone, is released as you move from the honeymoon phase and start to settle into the relationship phase of your relationship. It's the warm, fuzzy feeling that you get. I personally am a big fan of that warm, fuzzy feeling and would like it to stay along as long as it can. Now, newer relationships have the same effect on the body as long-term relationships, except there are spikes in cortisol 
which is a stress hormone, and it drops the serotonin levels, which is your mood-regulating neurotransmitter. So usually the cause of this is attributed to erratic emotions like passion, obsession, and, you know, nervousness. And, you know, anyone who's ever been, you know, brand new into a relationship knows that there's a lot of nerves that go along with it because, you know, there's there's a lot of feeling out and not feeling up, Sir Bemrose, that goes into new relationships. And it can be, you know, it can be a little trepidatious because the longer you spend getting to know this person, the more deep your feelings become for them. And in a time when you should not be as worried that their feelings for you are going to change automatically as humans, we are always looking for, you know, red flags or warning signs if you know we've been through like what you and I have been through where you know are the relationships have been so toxic and we look back now after 25 years 17 years whatever and go holy shit there were an ass load of red flags that I didn't bother to look at either because I was blinded by love I was afraid of being alone I mean you can fill in the blanks anywhere you want but you know the the reality is when you get into a new relationship after being in a relationship like the ones we have, you're definitely more apt to have fear of doing or saying the wrong thing because of the trauma response. And it's funny, you know, I'm just starting to read a book, actually more listen to a book than read, that was recommended to me by my cousin who I just got back in touch with. And it's called The Body Keeps Score. And it's by an author named Bessel van der Kolk that I will include it in the show notes, uh, the title, that is. And it talks about um, the physiological reactions in the body associated with trauma responses and things like that, which I never knew anything about. But my cousin is a therapist and she actually just moved to Charlotte and is opening her own practice. So I think she's taking new clients. So, you know, I wish her the best luck. You know, if you're in the Charlotte area, shameless plug, you know, her name is Samantha Newton and she's a fantastic therapist. She's super smart and she has a lot of insight. And hopefully in the future, we will be seeing her having her own podcast discussing some important issues in her own arena. So, you know, we wish her nothing but love and light in her endeavors. But did you have anything else you wanted to say uh, as far as that goes, phone boy? Okay, well, I've got I got I got maybe a couple more um so I get a couple. I get a, I get a couple more things from Buddha that I think are about that are related to love and all. Okay. All. I mean, so. I have plenty of other stuff uh, related to the health, but I figured you know we were taking turns. Yeah, we're taking turns. So uh, give even if you only have a little, uh, and uh, th I think that I think that speaks to the fact that uh, we all have something to give. Um, and if you're giving to others, you're also giving to yourself. So, um, you know, that's part, that's part of loving, it's part of loving yourself is, you know, showing, showing love and compassion and if, for other people, right? Uh, everybody has something to give. Um, 
and and yeah and it's and it is amazing um yeah uh, you know you know who's giving um you know who's giving where right um you know and it's kind of it's it's amazing where you know who 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 has what to give and and what they give right so i think it's a um and yeah that's that's part of uh you know that that's part of that part of showing the love or sharing the love i think is is that and uh and uh, yeah, and there's and there, and yeah, there, I'm sure I'm sure you'll talk about more health benefits. I've got one more quote that I'll that will that I will end the show on. Uh, so um, so yeah, go ahead. I'd say go ahead and uh, keep it uh, keep it keep it rolling. All right. Well, some other really good health benefits that love has been known to improve is healing. You are actually known to heal two times faster when you engage in warm interactions with another person than if you are, you know, isolated, so to speak, because isolation has the expected effect on people who lack the love they require to be healthy and happy. I mean, I can speak from that place that, you know, I often would say to my ex, you know, I'm not getting what I need emotionally. You know, I was dying because I didn't have the, you know, I didn't have the physical, you know, the physical contact, the emotional stimulation, the just feeling like he wanted me there, basically. And, you know, I mean, driving a truck, it's a very isolating lifestyle. I spend hours on end in this truck with no one but me and, you know, Kashmir, the cocaine shit stain, as we've started calling him. So, you know, it's important when you come home, if you have, you know, if you have a partner that that partner is showing you, you know, the affection and the attention that you need, because it's a very lonely job. And yeah, I mean, I've got friends, I've got all the pedal heads, you know, you guys make, you know, the the isolation less shitty for sure. And I appreciate each and every one of you out there listening now or in the future because, you know, I've said it a bazillion times, say it a bazillion more. You guys are making a humble girl's dream come true by, you know, week after week allowing me to fill your ear holes with, you know, my soft, sultry voice and do this podcast, which brings me ultimate joy. Yeah, well, so, it, so it definitely brings me joy. That's for that's for damn sure. Well, thank you, phone boy. I, I appreciate the fact that this thing that we're doing brings you joy because it definitely brings me joy. Well, there you go. So in contrast, OK, a mere half hour argument can slow healing by a whole day. Couples who are routinely hostile to one another tend to heal much slower because of the hostility. And that makes so much sense when you think about energy and the role that it plays in healing and overall mental being. You know, if, if the energy around you is hostile and toxic and negatively charged, yeah, that's going to physically affect you. You know, I've talked about it and it's like the meme that someone sent me where you have this pear that's like half rotten and the pear that's right next to it has begun to rot because of that. And that's really, you know, how I envision the energy when someone around you is toxic is that, you know, they are unintentionally or intentionally, you know, trying to rot your soul and it's disturbing. And that's why, you know, 
I definitely have learned that when I see toxicity, when I see, you know, negative energy, I take a hard left. Like, nope, not today, Satan. I'm out because I'm not getting coded in that ever again. You know, anyone who has drama can keep it on their side because I have an anti-drama bubble around me and I highly intend to keep it there. Oh, yeah. And I mean, yeah, I mean, that was probably the the I would say like, you know, the last I don't know, I would say, you know, I, w- I would say since, you know, since the discussion I had with uh, my, my soon to be ex, um, um, you know, the, the, our first discussion about it. Yeah. The energy just got the, the negative energy just got more and more intense. It got to a point where that I, that it was, it was not bearable anymore. And, um, and if you don't, and then that does, you know, that does shorten your life. Right. So, um, and ultimately, yeah, I've got to protect myself. And, and honestly, even though, you know, I'm, even though with what I'm dealing with, I still got some challenges. It's a lot less easy. It's a lot more easy to deal with because yeah, I'm not around that toxic energy. I'm not around that, um, that just sheer hatred that I think that I was feeling. Um, and, um, and yeah, and, and I do, you know, and, uh, and yeah, so it's, it's, yeah. And, and I remember thinking many times when I was at the, when I was at the house, just feel just this, this overwhelming feeling of, I shouldn't be here. Something doesn't feel right. This I I I need to be somewhere else, and and I could never, you know, and and you know, some and and, and sometimes that feeling was really hard to shake, and so I just and I, but I just didn't have anywhere else to go, and well, you know, now uh, now uh, now I do. So I I, I feel and so that's much, a beautiful thing. Yeah, I feel so much better about myself. Yeah. Well, I'm fine. I've been, I'll, I'll, you have that vodka martini. I'm over in the corner kicking the cat. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> that is a great Robin Williams reference. God. Yes. You know, oh, that was okay. Uh, sorry. I'm going down the rabbit hole. One of the things I got from my house, um, last so the one because i because i requested a, a very small number of items uh, although one of them was my music my music and tape collection and one of the thing one of the tapes i have is robin williams night at the met and yeah love what, that yeah. performance yeah the rabbi yeah the ra- yeah the rabbi hole yeah exactly that we have already written that down as a show title yep uh, um so this is um yeah and, and so i i actually i because i find you know th- when I'm there, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not necessarily going through everything. I did kind of go through the, I did kind of go through the bags of clothes to make sure that there wasn't anything else in there. Cause you never, cause you know, uh, no shenanigans. Right. Um, you know, just making sure that there wasn't anything else that was going to, going to pop off in there. But, uh, that was one of the things that actually, uh, yeah, but I, but I, I, when I opened up my tapes last night and I looked, I went, there's Robin Williams live at the Met. Okay. I'm, uh, thank yeah. God she finally did something not shitty. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, I'm actually, yeah. So I, I'm actually, uh, you know, considering how that could have gone. Uh, I'm, yeah. She, she actually did what she said, and I did what, I, and consequently, I did what I said. So, um, there you go. Uh, Phone boy's new mantra. I am all that is man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and uh, and yeah. also the fact that. Yay, you got your stuff. I mean, can we just recognize the long-fought battle to get your shit and hitting her where it hurt by targeting her weakness? 
Beautiful strategy, phone boy. Yeah, Beautiful. It, yeah, I was. I don't. I don't know that I called it a weakness, but that's. Uh, but yeah, it's there's a, there's a you know greed is I, a weakness. Uh, well, quid, quid quid pro quo. You know, it's a uh, you know make it make it a win win. You know, to 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 use the uh, uh, to to leverage because uh, that was one of the other things I had in there was uh, was my audio book of uh, how to win friends and influence people uh, from from I don't know whenever I had it back in the nineties, um, but uh, or or two thousands I guess is when I listened to that, but. Uh, um, yeah, but it's but uh, yeah, you know, create a win-win situation. That's that's basically what I did. Is I created a win-win situation. And person, I know. call it keeping the status quo in your favor. You yeah. know, six to, six to, uh, have to, to quote National Treasure. Yeah, well, there's that too. But uh, um, but yeah, I, I find it uh, quite. Uh, I, I anyway, I find it uh, quite a. Um, yeah, that was that was a, that was a victory. Uh, it just meant a lot of work this morning and going to Goodwill, but uh, and getting rid of some clothing. But that's uh, but that's neither here nor there. Well, to circle back to the topic we were discussing, get out of the rabbi you know, hole. You, yeah, get out of the rabbi hole. You know, you may have heard of it, love. Mm-hmm. And uh, funny enough, it's good for your heart. Oh yeah, uh, there've actually yeah there've been studies that have shown that. Being in and experiencing deep, true, pure love, no matter its form, decreases your chances of heart disease by half. That's a significant number if you believe the studies. And considering the fact that uh, I can, you know, I can assure you that people who are happy because they have lower stress, they have lower cortisol levels, their anxiety levels are lower, etc. Yeah. They're a lot less likely to have heart attacks since stress is a major factor in a heart attack. Well, it's a it's stress is a major factor in all disease. I think. Um, again, I we, would agree. Yeah, yeah. Again, for for some reason, the wisdom of Dale Carnegie keeps coming up. But but this is a uh, you know one of the points that he made in the book was and and you know how to uh, you know how to stop worrying and start living is, is yeah um, that that worry that that stress. Is it may not be the thing that causes it, but it's certainly the thing that prolongs it, right? That makes it worse. That causes you to not be able to heal. So, yeah, you really need to get that stuff out of your life. And 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 a lot of the stuff that we worry about is ultimately stuff that you know. Because and, and I can speak from my own experience, right? Is that I'll worry about things that you know, like last night. Okay, so last night when I was trying to go get my stuff, I mean, I yeah, you know, my anxiety was probably a little out of control, right? And uh, and ultimately, um, you know, the stuff that I was worried about that might happen. Um, didn't happen um you know now now understand that's what we call creating roadblocks yeah but i would at the same time i this is part of what you know i do this in cybersecurity, right it's my day job so in in cybersecurity, um yeah you do you you threat model right you you try to you understand what the possible threats are what might happen and and, you know what what risks are you willing to accept or mit and or will you mitigate them or you know or whatever right um that's that's what um yeah and that that's how my mind works unfortunately and so that was a um and I don't blame that on my. I don't blame that on my career. I blame my choice and career on that on, on the way on the way that my brain works. But, um, but that's you know, ultimately that's you know, so you know the stuff I was worried about. I'm like yeah, there's yeah this. It was uh, you know nothing happened you know that I that that I can see. But uh, but anyway, it's all. Uh, um, you know, that's just what we, yeah, but, but yeah, a, a lot of what we worry about is not going to happen or, you know, we can accept or, or honestly, we, um, 
you know, the best thing to do is, okay, what is the worst that can happen? Accept that that's going to be what happens and then, you know, figure out how to make it better. Right. And, and so you're not worried about if it's going to happen, just assume it is. And then, you know, so it's like, you know, assume the worst, hope for the best. I, I think that's the, that's the, that's the, uh, the trite I think version that's of that the quote. quote. Yeah. So yeah, it takes a pretty screwed up brain to go into technology. Well, tech, pretty screwed up brains create technology. I'll just say that. So that's a that's a that's a fact. Uh, did we lose my podcasting partner in crime? Yes, we no, did. No, I am here. Oh, you're there. You just were very quiet. Okay. Got yes, it. I'm here. I know you wish I was there, but I'm here. Uh, details, technicalities. Um. So okay, I, I was just letting you and Sir Bemrose, you know, tech bukkake on each other for a minute. You know, Dutch <laughs> rudder in it. Oh boy, tech bukkake. Yeah, that yeah that that was a potential show title. Your lips to God's God. Oh boy. All right. So save me. Okay, as always, I have to ride in like the gallant princess on her steed to save Prince phone boy so speaking of saving the immune system love boosts it you know apparently it does a podcast too Aha. Boost me, bitch well it, does. it actually it staves off the symptoms of depression and apparently my tongue is stoned even though i'm sober and i'm only drinking coffee speech impediments 101 thank you i'm writing down saving private phone boy as a, as a potential show title it wasn't private phone boy. Oh, there it is. Damn, sir, Bemrose. All right, yes, it was. My apologies. I didn't look in the chat. That was great. Yeah. Yeah, I caught it. Could also be, you know, shaving phone boy's boy. <laughs> oh, God. Never boys, not boy. <laughs> shaving phone boy's privates? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There okay. it is. Hey, oh. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I want to apologize to everyone for that image. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I did not do it. No, you didn't. But unfortunately, my mind... Anyway, yeah, my mind went there. But... <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that will... Always drunk. <laughs> no, phone boy is not drunk enough. This is, this is the problem. Okay. Okay, so on a serious note, you know, I don't know why we all of a sudden want to get serious, but nonetheless, it staves off the symptoms of depression. And I actually can say I agree with that because ever since, you know, my my way of thinking changed, I see a lot more love out in the world and I'm, ex you know, I'm expelling a lot more love in everything that I do. And I find that, yeah, I have a whole lot less dark days of being depressed and feeling worthless, useless, whatever. So I, I can completely get behind the theory that, you know, love staves off the symptoms of depression. And, you know, those people who have a positive outlook have actually reported fewer symptoms from the cold and the flu. So, you know, if you're prone to coughs and colds and stuff, just uh, find you some love. Yeah. It's like the with the, the 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 song from the Eagles, "Love Will Keep Us Alive." So, oh yeah, that's a good tune. Love me some Eagles. Uh, we might we might have to play that in the post show. 
Oh. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, in fact, speaking of post show, we might we might want to actually. Uh, we've 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 we have gone. Uh, we're, we're we're well. We went about as long as last time. So of course we're of course we're talking the same topic, and if we 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 have a lot to say about that, I guess. Uh, Apparently we do. But you know, there is something I wanted to say. Um, you were talking before about self care. Yep. Love actually encourages self care because you're more likely to care take care of yourself and do things for yourself when someone else is watching out for you. And I kind of, I think that's really accurate because when someone appreciates what you're doing to better yourself, whether it be weight loss, um, you know, maybe it's an outfit or a particular, you know, shower gel scent, you know, just whatever you do, you know, for self care for you, you know, kind of the you do you thing. Yeah, people start noticing that. And it's kind of nice. Because, I mean, I know, you know, for from personal experience that people can see when you're happy. You know, I had somebody tell me in a photo they recently saw of me that I was absolutely glowing. And yeah. I can actually see it. And I had posted it in the NA chat or sorry, NA social. Um, I had posted the picture from January when I started, you know, really putting the NSNG lifestyle into effect and working out of the gym and whatnot. And then I posted one in a gray outfit that is the 15th of this month <clears throat> was taken. And there is one in between, you know, from, from late March, but I can finally see all of the work that I have put in and all of the effort that I have made to better and further myself and my body. And I, I truly think that love, you know, I, I, I love me for the first time in my life. I love me. And I found that in loving me, other people could love me selflessly. And I also found out that in loving me, who I am, I'm starting to figure out who I am. And it made me, it, it kept me motivated. The love I have for myself kept me motivated. Because when I see the results in the pictures that I take, when I, you know, I had a woman at a company that I was picking up from that saw me walking um, while I was, you know, on downtime. And she was like, wow, how much weight have you lost? So I told her. And she was like, wow. And, you know, for anybody who's curious, I have officially lost 50 pounds since I started in, in January. Woohoo! <laughs> Thank you. And, yeah, the fact that someone who I don't see on the regular and even people who I do see on the regular have commented that, wow, you can really see your progress. That just that just really, you know, that turns me on. That makes me passionate about continuing and thinking that for the first time in my life, I can actually see my goal and think that it's attainable to reach. That's huge for me. So I just, I appreciate all of y'all for your support and phone boy, you as well. You, I mean, you really kicked the shit off essentially um, with your advice and your support and everything. So, you know, thank you everybody. Cause it means a whole lot to me and it looks like, yep. Phone boy has posted that picture of me, the one from January and the one from March. And I'm hoping he will post the one 
that follows in gray. Yeah. Because that uh, is actually my favorite picture right yeah, now. Yeah, that, that, that is, it, it is a really good picture of you. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I, I, I had Thank it, you. I had it. I'm so, and I will, for the, for those of you who are not listening live, uh, there, I will put it in the show notes. Um, but, um, you know, I got to make sure I had it. I had the post up here and then it disappeared. And uh, this is not, what the heck is that doing? Okay, let's let's do that. I'm actually trying to bring it up because I want to. I don't want to post it in the chat. But for those, yeah, for those, um, yeah, for those who are listening, uh, listening, uh, listening on the recorded edition, yeah, we will, um, we will right. put it in the. Um, yeah, for those of you who are not listening, get a new podcast. Yeah, podcast app and boost anyway. Yeah, I like that. Um, so, yeah, and it, and I really think and, and yeah, for me, like my own. You know, and for me, it was about yeah realizing you know trying to you know, trying to um, you know when I started my own health journey five years ago, it was really about yeah I didn't want to die basically, and I realized that yeah and if I if I was going to have long lasting you know then I needed to have a I needed to have a real reason to do it. I really needed to um, you know guest find myself and you know and, and yeah love myself and continue to do it for the right reasons because if you do it if you if you do it for your own for in you know for you know for love of yourself then you're going to keep doing it regardless of what's going on and, and trust me i um I, I need to yeah we need to do that um so yeah i guess we have a meditation moment we didn't um um, That's right. We do. We do. Oh, I was, and I and I think that uh, before we wrap this up, we might want to give the pedal heads what they came for in the meditation moment. Okay. Well, I, I, I we got to do that. No, Let it's me. actually the moment of meditation. We're not trying to steal uh, Rev Cybertrucker's moniker yeah. with metal moment. No, it's the moment of meditation. Yeah. Okay. So I want to just make sure there's no more voicemails. There's not. Okay. Uh, because and then I've got and I've got one more Buddha quote after that. So let me let me bring Perfect. that up. The moment of meditation. So let's um, let's do that. I'll, I will I'll play the. Oops. Let me turn up the the soundboard and then I'll hit the button. The sun shines on our face, warming, kissing, caressing our cheeks. Bring air filling our days, just a few short weeks. Life is as beautiful as a new flower that blooms. No more days filled with darkness and gloom. Breathe in the peace that lives within and spread your love to all again. Blessed be. That was uh, beautiful as always, Phoenix. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. And uh, on that note, I think we've got. I've got one more. Um, I got one more Buddha quote that I think we'll end on here. Um, okay. When you're done with your Buddha quote, I have one more thing I want to say, and then we can wrap this up into a nice little bow. Yeah, we've. Uh, yeah, we've. We've gone. We went longer than last time, if you can believe that, or we will by the time this is done. Um, so set your heart on doing good. Do it over and over again, and you will be filled with joy. Um, that is a little bit of acting as if, but it's but yeah, it's ultimately um, you know doing good. Yeah, and just keep doing good, and ultimately, yeah, you're gonna be you're gonna be much happier. And that's I think that's a important way to to um, to do that. So um, well, yeah, and that kind of ties in with what we talked about before, you know, which is you know give 
give good, get good. You know, when you're when you're expressing love and you're and you're emanating love, it will be returned to you. It's all circular. It is. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. What comes around goes around, as the as the song goes. So this is true. Uh, that's true. I wish I had. That. I wish that's I had. True. That, but that's true. Um, so you had one more thing, and then I guess we'll wrap it up. I did. I just wanted you know to let all the pedal heads know that you know love can help you live longer. Loneliness is an insidious. It's an insidious life shortener. Strong social ties and a feeling of connectedness reduce the risk of early death for any reason. So, again, love one another and be good to each other. I agree with that. And I think that is a perfect thing to end the show on. Let me make sure I'm on the right thing on the soundboard. And we bring it it back up. And Yeah, I got to agree. That is... uh, yeah, love everyone as you as you love yourself, and uh, you know. And I don't I don't think there's uh, a much better way to end it. So, um, and uh, we'll see what next week holds. Um, you know, as far as as far as the topic, I don't think we advertised, and we still got we had pretty good participation. We had voicemails. I'm not sure how We're any catching of that fire. They well, love us. Yeah, I know. Well, anyway, uh, well, so uh, until next time, uh, I'm Phone Boy. And I'm Phoenix. And we will see you next time for another episode of the Lotus Podcast. Bye. Bye. Bye.